0: open up the rant make sure we're on the rant i was watching so much stuff that i almost forgot to watch the actual rewind (laughs) Like
1: that's how consumed with wrestling i was but i watched the rewind was fantastic another it was really good another gym gem picked by the donka donkinator so so much i
2: think wait i think matt's microphone is not working i think your macbook is picking up and not your mic it
0: you do sound a little tinny matt
2: tap your mic Tap your
0: How mic. How about now? Tap a Tap No.
2: Her. Tap your mic. Nope. No, See nothing. Nada. Zilch. Zipperino. So no audio? No, we got audio. It's just that it's coming, probably coming through your MacBook. Like you uh, sound
0: microphone. like you're like we, you sound like you're one of the guests that's not at home talking to us.
3: What the fuck,
0: man?
2: Oh shit!
0: Hey, it's a good thing we discovered it early. An ad free still it still sounds bad?
1: Yes. I,
2: I mean, mean it doesn't, it doesn't sound, sound it doesn't sound good. bad per se, but but it's definitely not as clear as your microphone would be. Yeah, it's not the mic. Oh stop.
1: Let's see.
0: No. Tony, how was your day? Shitty, dude.
2: Absolutely that's shitty. not
0: good. Is that any better? Nope. Do the tap, do the mic tap. That's how we'll tell. Do you? Right? Do you
2: have your um, your uh?
0: I right, hear something there. I heard something there, but he did it that there time. There we go. There we go. There it is.
2: Better. Yes. What ten times, a hundred times, a
0: million times better.
2: Yep.
1: I'm sorry out there. My apologies.
0: Ah, it's soft open, baby. I don't
1: know what happened. Should my sound be for my computer through my headphones or my loopback audio? Whatever, no, it's working. It's coming
2: out it, because it's coming out. It should be coming to your headphones anyway. I'm coming out. You got your soundboard open. <laughs> yeah. Why? Press a button. Let's see if we get it. Push a goddamn button. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yes. You are 100% good. Good. More gooder. More better. More gooder? More gooder. So, to Tony, why are you shitty. Shitty? Uh, Because you got I got a eye? purple eye. Yeah, no, I got a sty.
0: You got a stink so I, had a,
2: I had to leave work early to go deal with that. And then I'm trying to make up for work. And I got to deal with other things. And uh, then I got to deal with you guys.
1: So, oh, come on. You know, you love dealing with us. Yeah.
2: I love dealing with you guys, but it was just, you know, another another scoop of ice cream on, uh, on top of uh, the Sunday. A Sunday, yes.
1: That's right. Well, if Sunday, you are, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And if Saturday. You are, if you're tuning in uh, and expecting Bill Alfonso, um, Bill, ah! was, we, we were not on the same page, unfortunately. Um, so we had to reschedule, but stay tuned. Uh, somewhere down the line, Bill will be joining us. You're stuck with the three of us tonight, and we have a lot. There's so much wrestling to talk about. And in our brief pre show uh, meeting, uh, as soon as Tony signed in, we, uh, we all kind of said we watched a lot of wrestling. So there should be a shitload of stuff for us to talk about.
0: Ah, oh, I got so many questions.
1: Shitloads. Right? I, I got a fucking notebook page full of notes. Me too. Oh, Jesus. I took fucking notes, bro. I watched everything.
2: Bro, everything. Material. Kevin, wrote, Kevin, wait. Kevin wrote, wrote one note. Promos. <laughs>
1: wow.
0: That was for the rewind. No, I got other stuff on the other pages. This was just notes for the rewind that I haven't and, seen.
1: uh And they, uh, we figured out uh, they announced who Flair's last match was going to be. Someone just said it in the group. And I was right. Kind of.
2: Sort of, a little bit. I said it. You were half right. What? No, Kevin was right. We'll talk oh. about it when we when we start the show. That's right. Little teaser, nailed man. Nailed it.
1: Uh, crushed it. Kinda. Kinda. No, if you nailed it. Oh, I nailed it. Super nail. Like if Kevin no. was throwing darts and you, and you get half of something right, you get, don't like. when you bet and you miss, when you miss a bet, you don't win shit. You lose. Nope. Wasn't, not if wasn't. you bet a parlay and then buy some of it back.
2: Uh.
1: Uh, the FanDuel doesn't we, allow you to do that. We ah, well, parlay, into intro, parlay into the intro,
2: please? Jesus. Who? we parlay into the intro? Hey, shut up. I'm asking him where I can do that, dipshit. All this and more next. On the
1: Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast.
2: Thank
1: so you. Do you have the fucking... Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> the following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media, at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com wizardspodcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show.
1: Oh, didn't see you there. You are listening to Shining Wizards, baby. Stay locked up. I'm
3: Thunderfrog, baby. Yeah. What's up, fuckers? Where did
1: cheese
3: go? The stupid out. fucking question, Kevin. <clears throat>
1: oh, shit. Oh.
3: Yeah, that's... Whoa!
0: Hey, this was Moe. God, that was disgusting.
1: Turning wizards rule the world. <clears throat>
2: You are listening live to episode 594 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on The Ranch, ranttmradio.com. Coming to you live in video format on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and the YouTubes. And going with you wherever you go because we are available on all podcast platforms. Let's get right into it. It's time for some wrestling talk.
1: And talk about
2: wrestling. Tony. Matt. K J G. Now I know Kevin's been talking a lot of shit about Thunderfrog not being on the show lately, so I figured I'd bring a little Thunderfrog action back to you.
0: That is one hundred percent
1: false.
2: Can you? Uh, I don't know if this is
1: if this is something you are are capable of doing, Tony. Do you possibly have a some kind of just a short list of of liners over there, maybe that that we could talk about? Because I have a whole bunch over here.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, a, a long time ago in a galaxy far away, you were supposed to upload all your liners to the uh, server so I could download them. And I thought I did, but you know, not all of them. I don't have, I don't have keeping it real. I don't have Conan and Disco. I don't have a lot of really? them. Yeah, although I would be playing them. What? That's why really? we got to go back to the Thunderfrog Well, and the Mr. No, Tony. I don't care. I don't care if you have six
0: liners. If you have six i have more than six. All right. So even if you only had six, th- th- I would be on a rotation of the other five. Unless the other five is like, unless like Francis is in there.
2: No, I don't have a Francis liner. Actually. Do you have one, Matt?
1: No, I do I don't. Why would I want to talk to him any more than I have to? Yeah.
2: And to be honest with you, there's like, there's other liners that I really like. They're kind of like outdated. Like what? what? Well, like, we have a liner from Adam Cole, but it's wishing us a happy first anniversary. Play it. Okay. Yeah, I can play it. Hold on. You want me to play Adam it? Adam
0: Cole, baby. Can you hear it? Nope.
2: No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I guess I got to get it into the soundboard. But you know yeah. what? Wait, yeah, I think
0: get... I have it here. I, haven't, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard the Adam Cole liner. Well, that's... I mean, you've
1: heard it. You just no, get th- it.
2: See, the problem is I don't have oh, certain things going in. I have to, yeah, I got to add this. What about this guy?
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is no fear, Mike Mondo, and you're listening to The Shining Wizards Wrestling
2: Podcast.
0: (laughs) This is no (laughs) show, Mike Mondo. (laughs)
2: Oh, Oh, boy. Come on. Hey, everybody, this is Jay Lethal and the Black Machismo, and you're listening to The Shining Wizard Podcast. Oh, yeah. Love it. Like, I have all those.
0: And you still go with Thunderfrog.
2: Yeah, fuck. Yeah, baby.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty funny, but it's like, it's not good. If that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs>
2: like, Here, try this. Like, it makes me
0: laugh, but for the purpose that it's it's serving, it does us no benefit.
2: Here, try this. See if you can hear this. This
0: is ACH, and you are tuned in to the
2: Shiny Wizard podcast. There you go. Motivation. All right, that was ACH. This is Adam Cole.
0: Hey guys, this is Adam Cole, and celebrating their one year anniversary, it's a pleasure to be a part of, and you should all listen to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. That's
1: a great liner. Yeah, but hey, you, do you have so this cool. one, Tony? Whenever you're ready.
2: Hey everyone, this is Anna Teresa, your Ms. New York America 2015. You are listening to Shining Wizards.
0: No, is that I. From- is He's that from the New him. York show? Yeah. Hey, do you Stop have this one? It. Sup, guys. Billy on here. You are listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. Make sure you hit that like button or however you youngsters show your support.
1: Let's rock this. I don't have that one. Do you have this one?
2: This is Veda Scott, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. <laughs> yes, I do. All righty. <laughs> All right, how about how about th- how about this one? All right, you're, this is Headbanger Thrasher, one half of the Headbangers. That's right, the former WWE tag team champ, and you're listening to the Shine Wizards Wrestling
0: Podcast. <laughs> don't miss it, and don't turn it.
1: Don't turn it. Don't what turn about this it. one?
3: This is Jay Briscoe, and you're listening to the Shine Wizards Podcast.
2: I do have Jay Briscoe. All right, you have this one.
0: Hey, buttheads. You're listening to Jason Hervey on the Shining Wizards Wrestling
1: Podcast. Oh, that's a great one. I do. Do This one.
2: Hey, this is Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man. That's right, the world's most dangerous man. And also the first heavyweight champion of MMA and the first King of Pancras champion of the world. You're listening to the Shining Wizards.
0: He didn't mention he was the first impact champion?
2: (laughs) You got this one.
0: Hey, this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> Everybody, stay tuned. Listen to this guy, Eddie the Shining Wizard.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. We can never play that
1: one. <laughs>
2: what about this well, one?
3: This is Punishment Martinez from Ring of Honor. You're listening to the Shining Wizard podcast.
2: Yo, that motherfucker could do voiceover shit. Yeah, That's no do, joke. He can do whatever he wants. How about this one? Uh,
3: Hey, what's up? It's Phil Ray from Temple oh No, and you listen to the Shining? Movie.
1: Yeah, I just muted
2: that shit. How do you like them apples?
3: Go kill yourself, or eat a bag of fried dicks.
2: <laughs> wow, see you—you you cut it off before the punchline. What about the How about this? Hey, what's up, wrestling fans? It's the Psycho Shooter, Drake Younger, the PMA World Heavyweight Champion. Yes, I After do. You were listening to Shining with his podcast. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I like that liner. Uh,
1: well, it's everything outside of the ring that the problem is. Yeah, you're beyond reproach, Tony.
2: Who, me?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: If you like that. Scotty
0: Riggs. It's been a pleasure to be
2: on Shining Wizards. <laughs> you can catch on iTunes, Your Radio, and ShiningWizards.com.
0: Scotty Riggs is all elite.
2: Heal and do it.
1: There's only there's only one person that can follow Drake Younger.
0: All right. Hello, this is Gunnar right here the Modern Day Viking oh. of PA wrestling and you're listening to Shining Wizards podcast.
2: Man. The- <laughs> Did Kevin fall? I can't see him. Good God. All right, oh, so do you have a fair amount of liners? I actually do have the Conan Disco liner. I didn't think I had it. Oh, I got this one. This is Kenny Omega, and you are cleaning up the competition with Shining Wizards Podcast.
1: Well, I have this one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Thomas Rodman, and I'm here <laughs> listening to the
3: Shining Wizards Podcast.
2: I got that one, too. Oh, that,
1: is, that does not sound
0: like a Thomas Rodman.
2: Oh, here, here, here one of my personal favorites that you probably don't, won't like. Uh, hey, this is Scott Keith, formerly the Net Cop, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards Podcast.
0: Did we? When it. we did... When we did, like, the first, uh, like, Blizzard, like, on location, AJ Styles, Little Egypt show, did we get an AJ one?
2: What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles, and you are listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. And I think we have a Little Egypt one, don't we? Play that every week. Little Egypt? I haven't played in a while. Hi, everybody. this is original Glow Girl Little Egypt,
3: and you're listening to Shining Wizards.
1: Yay. okay so the so we could spend all night playing fucking liners but the point of this is we have oh, liners. Wait, wait,
2: wait, I, wait i got i got one more i got one more
0: this is unbreakable michael Algan, and you're listening to the shining wizards wrestling podcast who is that this is unbreakable michael Algan, and you're listening to the shining wizards wrestling podcast unbreakable mark who this is Unbreakable Michael Elgin, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards.
2: Wait, I got another one. I got two of them from him.
0: This is Unbreakable Michael Elgin, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast.
2: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <I> forgot <laughs> about him. Oh, boy. Oh, God.
3: Hey, this is Moose. Yeah. Hey, this is Unbreakable <laughs> Moose.
1: Moose Elgin. God damn, dude. Woo! So, uh, how you guys doing? I know, uh, I know Tony, you said you were doing shitty, Kevin. How are you? Oh,
0: fantastic, baby. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, why not? Monday,
0: why not start the new week? Let it ride, baby. Right. Let it ride. All right. You're right, cool. I like that. Absolutely. Cool, beans. Absolutely, man. I mean, nothing crazy, nothing, not not a wild weekend, pretty subdued weekend, but hey man, why be down about the Mondays when you know that now you're only four more days away from Saturday or Friday, whatever that is. But
1: I mean, if that's how you live in your life, brother, with the countdown, it's, I mean, oh, it's just... you
0: always got a countdown. All right. Well, I mean, obviously I'd rather, i like, I love doing this, but after this, let's shoot right to the weekend. Mamacitas. Mamacitas. But it sounds like you didn't do anything on the weekend. No, I did nothing. But
1: Hey, sometimes nothing is good. No news is good news, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh,
2: I got a new bathroom. Nice! Yeah, man. They finally finished it. High five to that. So you guys can both come christen the porcelain uh, on Sunday.
0: I'm excited. The the basement one?
2: No, no. The one upstairs. I only
0: use the basement one. I can't use that one.
2: No, you got to use the good one, man.
0: Nah, I can't do it.
2: I got a comfort height toilet seat, which... I wasn't sure what it was. It's just that it's a higher up seat. Uh, I think if you're shorter than five nine, your feet dangle. Nice. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or not because my feet don't.
0: You know what I'm picturing? Like you know that carnival ride where like you swing around. Like <laughs> I'm just picturing like a, a whole ride full of toilets, <laughs> with, with, with like your legs dangling.
2: <laughs> it's kind of. I guess that I would imagine it's kind of what it would be like. It'd be kind of funny. So wait,
0: if you're under six foot, your feet won't be touching. So do I am I gonna need a ladder to get to this toilet?
2: No, like I don't like I don't know. Like I'm five eleven on good days and and you know five ten on bad days now because I'm shrinking because I'm old. That's right. But uh my feet still hit the floor. I mean they're not I gotta think about it. Were they flat on the floor? So
1: wait, oh, maybe you should take this with you.
2: Mm. Dude, if I could figure it out, I would. So wait, how why would you get
0: a toilet that was like taller than you? It's not taller than. No, that. it's
2: not taller. It's it. It's called comfort height. So you're kind of like not squatting. Like you're up higher. Like like this right. kind it's of like
1: this, it's the it probably saves serves the same purpose as the squatty potty.
2: No, but you're up higher. Like if you're lower, right. it's the.
1: Well, if you're lower, then you sit with like your knees on your elbow. But if you're sitting up more, you're probably more of an seated position.
2: Yes, exactly. It's and almost that probably like... makes your bowel movements
1: go better. More gooder, so you don't more get more uh,
0: so is it like one of like the like the tennis judge? Like the line? No, judge?
2: but the, 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 t- the chair's t- not six t- feet like, off the ground. Like Kevin. the umpire, dude,
1: you gotta fucking get out more, bro. <laughs> oh me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I got a freaking t- a comfort tall man toilet. Like last week, you just thought you could walk into an Apple store all willy nilly. We saved you from that fucking disaster. This week, you think Tony put a fucking. Well, actually, head- you can walk into an Apple Store all willy nilly. Yeah, they're not going to take you right away, though. Yeah,
2: if you walk in on a random day during the week, they might, but not on a not on a Saturday.
1: Oh, that's like drinking. That's like drinking the you know, what, the mystery gasoline? drink. The mystery awesome. drink that's outside. It could be a glass of water. It could be a soda with somebody's cigarette butt in it. You
2: never know. A soda with somebody. Have you ever Have you ever drank a, a can of something by mistake? You know what? Yep. Surprisingly,
1: 100%. no. I have you think I have up, too? yeah growing up in the Joe Bowman house I would have I would have caught one but no we were good yeah that would, I feel like that'd be on like the menu I don't really, really like beer so I never really well, well, all right well that's
2: the that's point true. it's not like your true. dad was that's drinking true. a Pepsi or something you know all he wanted was a Pepsi is that from something it's fucking suicidal tendencies dude yeah, Tony, All Tony. I wanted
1: was a Pepsi, just one Pepsi. Tony, you got to get out more.
2: But you wouldn't give it to me. Institutionalized. <laughs> I'm too busy sitting on my fucking six foot toilet. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're, you're
2: like oh. neighborhood watch on the bowl. <laughs> Things I could do on my toilet: drink beer, uh, play with my iPhone, watch wrestling. <laughs> oh, we're not. So wait, anything? how? Where is the toilet paper dispenser
0: in relation to the? See, giant that's the toilet. fucked
2: up thing, right? So, like, I don't know if you remember, we had like a recessed holder that goes into the wall so my wife wanted to keep one so we bought a new one so it matches everything but the problem is when you're up higher the toilet paper is like right here on my shoulder so if i (laughs) lean forward i'm hitting the toilet paper so i kind of have to sit like this to take a good shit why is it in front of you because when you were when we were like six or eight inches lower it was like up here so then you could just oh why is it so high because my toilet is fucking small the whole bathroom is small you know this I think I've used your
1: upstairs bathroom like twice.
2: Yeah, but that bathroom is small. It's small as shit. The tub is is great. We got the glass shower doors now. We got the dual shower head where you got like the rain thing, but then you also got the wand and the pressure's awesome. It's fucking great. Cool.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. Can you take a picture of this giant man toilet and send it to me?
1: Um, Oh, yeah. Put it on our Instagram. I just want to see it. I I, I I want to know know if I'm way off. Right, people well, who are, are listening them? to this can see Tony's giant toilet on our Instagram. Oh, okay, and if you're not following us on Instagram, it's, you can follow us on Instagram. It's not, We're I mean,
2: it looks like that. a smaller toilet. Just send but a it's actually... picture to him. I don't have a goddamn picture. I want to, like, are, are, Tony, are there steps to get to this? Oh, yes, we, got, we got one of them dog fucking, you know, the No, thing no
0: not, not like a, a, a staircase, but like, like
2: some people. Some... I call it the Stairway to Heaven. There you go. <laughs>
0: Matt, oh, Matt, this boy. is the first time I've ever heard of a comfort
2: toilet.
1: Well, that, Sunday like, you'll be able to see it off the what, ground.
2: You'll be able to see one in person. No, because he'll want you to
1: open the hatch so he can go downstairs. He doesn't want to see it.
2: No, I'm going to want to see bu- it, yeah, I'm I'm gonna no. it. I'm not going to use it. I'm going to fire up the grill. We have some I'm burgers and dogs, all kinds of shit. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. Should be a good time. And yeah. if you're interested in all the shenanigans and hijinks, subscribe to Patreon because. We will be recording a few bonus shows. So yeah, I put your you Christmas
1: are. present in my car today. I put the shirts. Oh, f- I put the shirts that Christian Rocco sent me in the car today for you guys.
2: Fuck, I got to wrap your gifts finally. I might. I might have to use fucking happy birthday paper to fucking well, wrap them.
1: Don't waste the fucking paper, dude. <laughs>
2: Let's
1: put them in a box.
2: What's in the box?
1: All right. So that's new potty is exciting.
2: New new turlet. That's fun. Got a new vanity, a new sink, new medicine cabinets, all new shit, dude.
0: Did you use Nothing. bath fitters?
2: No, God, no. We looked into that stuff. I I can't I can't imagine it's a good idea for the long haul, to be honest with you. Because you just pretty much just putting it over all your old shit and you don't know like what's creeping behind those walls and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Look, know. if if you got it and it worked, good on you. For me, I was like, nah, maybe not.
1: Yeah, new rocks, new is awesome. They finished. they my deck is finished finally.
2: Oh, nice.
1: How are the
0: trees going in your backyard? The trees are gone. All of them?
1: No. Just the ones that were dead. Yes, the ones that uh were going to fall on the house are gone and the the deck is finished and it has been stained. <laughs> we are in full. The lights are up. We are ready for a fucking barbecue extravaganza. So I was right about the the Ric Flair match, by the way. just throwing that out there. You're not right if you get half. Well, I don't think I ever guessed.
0: I don't think we ever... Like, when I said it, I was guessing a singles match. Right? Okay.
2: Look, Kevin deserves credit for this. Don't take this away from him. So, Ric Flair's
0: last match at StarCast, the match apparently has been announced according to was it in the chat
2: where is it oh it's right there tj vegas oh yes tony is the shining wizard thank you ryan schlong flair's last match is him and andrade
0: versus jeff jarrett and jay lethal and i said that it would be flair and jarrett maybe
2: but i thought you had said flair and lethal
0: i said flair and jarrett
2: oh then then wow i'm still
0: i'm still right i mean i could have said both to be honest with you
2: I thought but, somebody had mentioned it because he was working out with Lethal for so well, long. Well, I mean,
0: that would make the most sense, right? But then like, Matt was like, trying- there's
2: no way it was going to be Lethal. But then it turns out it is going to be Lethal. Okay. Unless maybe I said it. Who gives a fuck?
0: I don't know. He's, I just wanted to throw it out there because we were talking about it before the, the hard open. He's I'll teaming up
2: what. with... Oh, 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 oh.
1: On uh, on this card, this is the match I am least interested in. Right. Of course. Yeah, he's, I heard You've, you've been, you've been very adamant sad. about that.
2: So who are the Mortons wrestling with Robert Gibson in their corner? That
0: would be Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Jr.
2: Looking forward to that one. That seems like it might be fun. I uh
1: I am. Look, the card is the card's good. I just I don't give a shit about Ric Flair. Right. This I don't let me take that back. I don't give a shit about this version of Ric Flair. I don't know if I talked about it. Did you guys see his Instagram a couple of days ago when his fucking face was all like cut up and he was like fucking black and blue? No, what happened to him? I don't know. It's a picture of him and Fifi like having a fucking drink and his face is all fucking mangled. So he's
2: back with Fifi? Like, yes. They, they got oh. back
1: together at Charlotte's wedding, I believe. Oh, God. let see if I can find the fucking picture.
2: Yeah, I think... All right,
0: so here's what I think. He's probably A... On blood thinners, so he bruises like a peach. He should get in a wrestling Or game. B, he's just old, and old people bruise like a peach. So one of the two. Mike or Jay just working him.
2: Chiming in, and he said he thinks it was an old picture. Maybe it was. Maybe he just... I hope so. He looked awful.
3: Well.
1: Yes yeah, I mean, yeah, Matt, I, I'm with you. Like, I have no real interest. I'm sending in, it like, to like, you guys, just because I can't pull it up on on this I'm
0: sure I've seen it, but I'm with you in terms of I have real no, like, interest in actually watching it, but I also don't have an issue with him doing it, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't care to see it like you. Like, I'm not going to watch it, like, at right. all, unless it comes up for free, like, a week later or something like that, but <sighs> I don't have any real desire. Oh, my.
2: <laughs> what the? It looks like he's got fucking Play-Doh on his head. What is this?
1: I don't know. So it
2: was supposed to. It was posted is the, June 26th. What is the one directly above the eyebrow? Play-Doh.
0: Pop that sucker. What
2: the fuck, dude? Holy cow. I, I take it that Charlotte in the picture underneath, maybe.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably. Don't uh, whatever. No, that who's might who's be. That?
0: Uh... Let's see, who is that? That Bro. might be Fifi. Fifi.
2: Fifi's she in wrestles? great
0: shape for a lady her age. TV. Well, she's
2: nowhere near Rick's age, right? She's like, oh, hey, yeah, man.
0: but she's of age. Well, wow, so I hope so.
2: I mean, we're not talking about Jerry Lawler here.
1: You rang the bell at your own joke.
2: Yes, I <laughs> did. It's a punctuation mark.
1: It's, uh, what a, you know, look, it is what it is. I'm not going to get excited about it. Uh, you know what I am excited about that I paid for ad free shows, so I don't have to listen to them fucking chill this fucking show every fucking 10 minutes. That those
0: commercials are everywhere. Like anything you watch on YouTube, like no matter what wrestling company you watch, they're on.
1: I'll tell you what, bro. They got it in on Impact and NWA and MLW, and MLW too.
0: Yeah, of which I watched all three. Yeah. me too. Look at that, fucking! A, I, hope I, I hope I hope I watched the right MLW. <laughs> it's it was <laughs> Holiday versus Hammerstone, right? It was. Okay,
2: Fuck so yeah, I dude. It. Yes.
1: I it. Um, that's it. It's, look. It is. I, It is what it is. I'm just not, uh, I don't know. People are, people love it. People love the idea of it. It's pretty remarkable to think about it. Like Ric Flair is Ric Flair, obviously. But now Jeff Jarrett is going to be the referee at SummerSlam. Correct. A tag title match with the Street Profits and the Ooh Sos. And then they're going to be, so he works, he's working for WWE or he's under their banner, even if it's just for a day for SummerSlam. No, he's Corpo. And then you have two AEW. Talents It's pretty cool Yeah
0: uh, Jarrett is the senior vice president Of live events I believe Or executive vice president of live events for WWE I think he's so.
1: jerking anyone off
0: Tommy
2: Young That's <laughs> <I'll> right. <try it. laughs>
1: I would like to take back the mortgage And just say 7.5 flat
2: Oh we're getting into this again
1: Well I was listening again today <laughs> what? We don't so have just to for this up. purpose? No, I was just listening. I went to... Um, I had a lot to do today. Uh-huh. uh huh. So I got up early and I was doing stuff and I had to run errands. And I was like, oh, let me listen to the... Re-. I started it, the, the podcast, our podcast, because I always like to listen back. And I never realized I never finished it. Uh, and then I had a hell of a chuckle at our at our jerk-off conversation.
2: Oh, my God. Kevin was so mad.
1: Oh, he got up and left. I'll tell you what, though. If you're looking for something to listen to from last week, the Can You Beat That is fucking great, man. I'm so upset. The fucking spiders. Dude, the tension is, it comes across great in the replay. It's fucking good. It's a good listen, man. Wait, what what tension? Like, you are there, Kevin. You are right there. It's the the air is thick with Kevin's got to get, if he gets this one right. (sighs) Oh. I would have ran the table twice. There's an audible gasp when you say spiders. (laughs) The spiders are a thing. They're the exact same gear as the executioners. Yes, I understand. It's just it's great. It's better if you're watching it on our YouTube youtube YouTube.com/slash/The Shining Wizards, and subscribe so you don't miss a show. But listening, it comes across well too. The, the, it was there, man. The atmosphere was good.
0: God, that's that's gonna. That's That's one that's going to bite me for the rest of my life, probably. Interesting. No, I was right. Like you said, I was right there and I knew it. Like I knew it. (laughs) But I just couldn't. I just guessed the wrong mask, guys.
1: Yeah. No, look, props to you, man. You had it. It was impressive. Any way you slice it, you had an impressive showing last week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What was now it? we'll then see what kind
0: WWE of- NWO and then the first the, everyone that was on Raw in a match. The first hey,
2: what
1: Raw. Did the, uh, Tony, what did the co- what did the committee have to say about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would like to know what the feedback was. There any? Uh, did they look into the Fugazi Kevin going to your house in the afternoon and now he's wearing the NWO and then you're throwing him softballs? Did they look into that at all or no?
2: No, because that was not a formal complaint made to the uh, committee.
1: That's right. Has the uh, has the committee decided on uh, Christian Rocco's challenger in two weeks?
2: Not yet, but they can. They considered the level of competition that Kevin was, and they want to find somebody who's also a very high caliber. So, okay. there's no. Such I would staying. like to be the first person
1: to tell the committee to go fuck themselves. I will not be participating in your reindeer games.
2: Whoa. I will I will make note
1: of that. Oh, please do so. Tell your fucking friend with the black thing on his face, the blob, the mystery man. Um, you could let him know that I will not be participating in this. Tony, group. I would also He's like to solution. tell the committee that I would 100 percent
0: play again in two weeks. <laughs>
1: uh, please, if you if the committee brings him back for a second week in a row i I'm fucking burning the title in the fire pit. I'm burning the title because it means nothing. You yet. just you just gave me all
0: these accolades and how good it was. And now that because of that, and because
1: I that doesn't that doesn't keep me in the top the top of the waiting pool. You don't Matt, get, you just don't get to go to the front of the line again.
2: Matt go, is what like line?
1: we don't even know we don't know anybody. Who else is oh, he, the look, Tony and his committee, they have there's there's some kind of algorithm they're working with over there. I'm sure of it.
2: I'll tell Al that you think highly of his Um, algorithm. Nothing? Wow!
0: No, I I I made that. I've done that joke before. So, of course. What here? No. yes. When
2: have you ever heard the word algorithm on this show in the past ten plus years? Probably never. Pretty sure I made a Facebook. I'm surprised Matt can even pronounce algorithm. Well, surprise. Woo! Don't don't sum that short.
1: Fucking prodigy again, dickhead. Prodigy. Yeah, last week, you said prodigy, oh, or someone said, said prodigy. Someone said progeny. Oh, I said it. I think did, I, not me. Yeah. I yeah. fucked up something else, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> no, you did. We were joking about that,
1: too. I just forget what it was. Um, no,
2: bro. Yeah, you definitely well, said well, Oh,
1: I want to know what you were going to say about the committee before we move past this fucking nonsense. I don't remember.
2: What was the question?
1: I don't think there was a question. You were just going to yeah. bring whatever to the committee. Oh, Kevin thinking he deserves to play again? Yeah, playing. that's the,
2: that's the point. Look at how bad Jack Tunney fucked up when he didn't allow for a rematch between the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. How many fucking matches is this kid getting? Listen, before we
0: introduced all these other people, it was us every
1: week. What's the yeah. Well, it's time to fucking expand. It's not a fuck. It's not the fucking babysitters club. I think
2: downtown PD Brown needs a rematch. You're fucking out of your mind. Christian would fucking stomp a mud hole in that kid and walk it dry. Matt does, I mean, like, like fucking Bo Holyfield, like, like shit, like, like, like fucking rematches. That that's what makes money, dude. Right? I can't think of any other rematches. Oh, other I think than you're Bo sleeping Holyfield. on other. Pi- I
1: already threw a name in the hat for you and your fucking committee, and I think you know sold me again. You
2: son of a bitch. The committee takes all proposals under advisement. All right? Did you give my suggestion to the committee? Yes, and they're working on it.
1: Yeah, they're working, working on it. it. Like the fucking guy's working on my dick. On your dick? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> working on my dick. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Alrighty. Yeah. We're, sure we're in it. Weird turn. All right, well, we're can in you in. beat that? Just, look, just mark your fucking calendars, because August 1st, Christian Rocco's coming back to defend. And we're going to see if he can get over the two defense hump, because that's where Kevin Rogue ran into that wall. He ran into Christian Rocco.
2: Yeah. The Rocco very, wall.
1: Very talented guy. Very tough. Very funny. Great podcasts. He's part of the year of pod is very funny. If you're into uh, um, a podcast like us where we don't take things too seriously, I think you should check that out because it's a good listen and uh, they have a good thing going over there. Him and the Duke. So shout out to Kevin Rogue. JJ. Where do you want to start, fellas? Oof. Where about do you... Raw? Raw? No, Raw. I'm kidding. I didn't watch Raw. You know what? That's a But that's a great point, Kevin. Will you be watching Raw now since they are going to a TV-14 rating?
2: No. No. I heard that got delayed. I thought I had read somewhere that they actually pulled back on that for at least a little while.
0: I, so here's the thing. I mean, I don't know anything about that. But, like, a TV-14 rating huh. means nothing if you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like, if you're just going to, like, curse, like... All right, so here's the thing. Like, AEW, curse, they curse all the time on that show. Like, all the time. Yep. So, yep. like, all right, it's cool. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with the people that are saying the words and not just the words themselves. In WWE, when you have people that no one literally cares about at all because your storytelling has been so abysmal for the better part of a decade, that... It's not going to carry the same, you know, gravitas as like an MJF cursing or a Jade Cargill cursing, or a, you know, a CM Punk cursing. Like hearing, like, first of all, Roman Reigns isn't going to do it. Like Roman Reigns won't curse because he doesn't need to. Uh, Brock Lesnar might because he's you know like that, you know, that Adam Page cowboy shit almost basically. So. It would be effective if he did it, but he also doesn't need to do it because he's Brock freaking Lesnar. So, like, what am I going to hear? Like, Matt Riddle? Like, Matt Riddle's not the character either.
1: Now, are you just focusing... You're focusing on the language. I'm thinking that maybe they push the envelope a little bit with some of their stories?
0: Okay. I don't have the confidence in them to make... Anything more clever at TV14 than at TVPJ?
1: Oh, look, I'm look, I'm with you. There's no, no shot I watch raw anytime soon. Yeah, there's no SmackDown for that matter. Nothing it, like people are like super excited to go on TV14. If uh, sidebar, if for some strange reason you lose me, it's because it is like a monsoon outside right now. So I had that earlier. I already yeah, had the I, I already had the power go out once while I was watching the rewind. So just. Know that I didn't end the broadcast uh, on purpose. Fair enough. Wish. I won't end. I won't end. I'll just drop out. But we should be good. Um, yeah, I won't be watching RAW anytime soon. TV fourteen is great if they're going to. If if they're going to get a little edgy, look, I'm not looking for attitude era because we've talked about it at nauseum. A lot of that stuff does not hold up. It is not. But if this I- is going to allow them to maybe. Push the envelope a little bit with certain stories that maybe need it. I don't think it'll be a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but I like,
0: I have no confidence in like anything they do in like the writing. But like, I'm glad you brought up the attitude era and like people like in certain forms are like, oh, is the attitude era coming back? I'm like, no, the attitude era is not coming back because you don't have Stone Cold Steve Austin. You don't have The Rock. You don't have The Undertaker. You don't have Mick Foley. You don't have Triple H. You don't have DX. You don't have that. You don't so, have Vince McMahon. What's that? You don't have Vince McMahon. Well, yeah, well, whatever. Good riddance. Um, but so, like, the Attitude Era, this is not... Like, everyone's like, oh, it's the second coming of the Attitude Era TV-14.
1: No, it's not. I mean, it could be. It can't be. No, they're a publicly traded
2: company. There's no fucking shot. You don't think... uh you don't think we get Trish Stratus barking like a dog in her brawn panties? You don't think we get brawn panties matches? If they do, they'll totally set themselves back
0: a million years in the eyes of a lot of people that actually started giving them respect for the way they treated women in main events. They yeah. can't yeah. do that. Yeah, you would. If you fucking put like. like Becky Lynch just... and Bianca Belair in a, a brawn pant, like get yeah. out of here. Fuck not...
2: yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, yeah man. No,
1: that would that would fuck them big time, bro. They've come a long, they've come a long yes. way from those those brown panty matches. Now Fucking- say if
0: you want to, and this is just playing devil's advocate, a sub weird division of women that were the Diva Search esque type people, and that's and that is their role, and that's TV 14 their role. I mean, whatever. Like,
2: you can't like. Kevin wants to see some titties on Monday Night Raw. I I don't need WWE to do that. So, but if you're but if you're you're a horned up fourteen year old boy, and you find out two of your favorite female wrestlers are going to get it on in a mud pit match, yeah, but see here,
1: but here I'll play devil's advocate to that. If you're a horned up fourteen year old boy, you probably already subscribe to your favorite wrestlers only fans.
2: Ah, if they're allowed to or not, maybe
1: what afford, i'm sure there's a fucking ton of 14 year old kids that have mommy and daddy's credit card or their own fucking debit card. God knows what the fuck goes on outside there in this yeah. world we live in. So there's no way that they're going to do I Tony we will never see
0: one of those matches mud pit, you know, uh slop drop whatever it was.
2: JJ Rogue wants some mud pit matches? Well, JJ Rogue is a unique individual. JJ Rogue is the man. I'm getting tickets to that version of Monday Night Raw, yo! I instead just... of instead of that fucking underground Dabo Kane bullshit, where guys were punching each other in the balls. See, that's what fuck... we—that's what we get. Fuck yeah, dude! Underground, no, no. fucking women's fucking bras and panties and pull Stop! He's
1: and... the fucking creepy old man, dude.
2: Yeah, I thought
0: I thought you were nah, going to say damn, that. Pal. that. Would come back. Like, this I thought is really... good shit. We're gonna get Raw Underground
3: again.
2: Titties. Yeah, women wrestling around in their panties. No. No. Their butt cheeks exposed. Yeah, I'll uh, give it them butt cheeks.
1: Easy, Vince. You're in enough hot water as it is. Yeah.
2: Well, God damn it. It'll save me $7 million.
1: No, it might cost you a lot more, big guy.
2: Ah, Johnny will take care of it.
1: Look at that. JJ Rogue, Tony and I versus the world. I would listen to a JJ Rogue and Tony podcast called That. Tony and I versus the world, 100%.
2: Holy yeah. shit. When we
1: blow up the old network, just put it on the new network.
2: <laughs> Yo, you guys got to stop that shit. You got fucking Ant Money doing that shit, too, over on the Wednesday night show. Why?
1: Are people... <laughs> I'm glad somebody listens to this fucking podcast <laughs> that's on our network. <laughs> you are trying to make a case for fucking Phil last week. What if
2: What if they don't have
1: any any bandwidth and they have to listen on the rant that's been under construction since 1865? <laughs>
2: What is it, Cleveland? Wait, someone Jeez. said that.
1: Tony was trying. He was like, <laughs> "What if they can't get on the YouTube? What uh, if they
2: listen on the? Oh rent? yeah, yeah. Like, what if I'm in my
1: car? I got to listen what? to the rant. He was like, "They're, you know, they're on the bus or something." We yeah, know who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, if you're on the bus, you could listen. You could watch it on YouTube.
1: We don't want uh, any more ladies in the romp. I I don't. No, I can't. it's we over. Can't go back to that. It was cool. All right, it what was- is- as, what a,
2: if, as a
0: young man, it was awesome.
2: Tony, just stop. What you if they? Stop. What if they put guys in there too? Like, what if you got like Finn Balor and Drew Gulak in fucking like like bikini briefs? They're in bikini briefs all the time. Finn Balor, oh no, like, like it's everywhere. Like, no, like Finn Balor with his fucking butt cheeks hanging out. And... Tony, stop it. No, I'm, I'm not gonna stop. I think this idea's got some legs to it. No, it has no legs,
1: bro. You've been watching that weird Japanese wrestling game where they're having sex
2: in the ring. No, I haven't in a while. All right, well, to cool. It Tony, off. this think...
0: might, this might be the worst idea you've ever had. Oh,
1: please! I
2: don't know. This
1: is oh,
0: nothing, yeah, you're to... right, Matt. Yeah, that was. That was uh, I don't know. That was bold.
1: So this, this, this does nothing for you guys. Raw TV fourteen. If got... if they can if they can
0: sustain it and sustain like decent, it, it it doesn't matter like what the edge is. If it if it doesn't make sense, then there's no point. So if it makes sense and it's logical and then it's more entertaining because like what what's the edge? Like what's the what's the storytelling device of being T V fourteen as opposed to being T V PG that would other than the language and other than you know what people wear that would make you like wanna like is it like beat like the attitude era was nuts like you're beating up like old like do you want to see people like beating up
2: women again? Yes. Yes, here, here's here's the idea. Oh God, you were way too quick to answer that. Brock Lesnar sex celebration after SummerSlam. He brings Sable back. She got that bikini out with the fucking handprints. Money, M O N E Y. You have to think of. You have to think of.
3: lick 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 my balls (laughs)
1: you
2: have to I think you have
1: so look I'm not just bear with me here you have to think of it like when the Attitude Era got started right like we went from Monday Night Raw to Raw is War like there's there was small transitions and, and there were things that happened that got us to the attitude era. Now, again, I'm with you, Kevin. Uh, you got If you guys are going to put them up, you got to read them. Well, Kevin, then let me read uh, the well, other well, one. I was, I, was to to you, I was
2: waiting for you to finish your point. But there, JJ Rogue says, says, My ideas are printing money. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> Carrie Calling's afraid that the eggplant's going to fall out if Ballard's trunks get any smaller. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad thing. For no, who? No. For anybody. Wouldn't That's... you want to see an eggplant on TV? No, I see it enough. It's there. What if somebody grabbed onto it to keep them from falling out of the mud pit? If it
1: saved their lives, yes. I'm okay with that. If it's used as a saving device.
2: A <laughs> personal well, the attitude error at the start
1: somewhere. Now I'm not saying they're gonna reinvent the attitude error, but if going TV 14 gives them enough wiggle room where they could write interesting stories, compelling stories, things that'll get people interested in the product again, then I think that's a good thing. I just don't I don't think. If you're expecting to turn Monday Night Raw on in a half an hour and it could be a completely different fucking show, you clearly are fucking off your rock. Yeah. Yeah. Let me
2: ask you, what do you think, what kind of stories do you think will open up to them in, in this TV 14 world?
0: All right, so know. off the top of my head, maybe I know there was like a talk that like Karrion Cross right? Wanted to bring back like the corporate ministry, right? And like around and an interview that he did. So now maybe if you give a character like Finn Balor, and that group more leeway to do more like weird evil shit. type stuff that they wouldn't necessarily do because kids are watching, then, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if you want to do something like that, like, that is okay. Like, if you want to have Matt Riddle show up and actually have a blunt in his mouth.
1: Oh, to God.
0: Re- could you imagine? Like, to, like, just, like, reinforce his bro. Does like, he still
2: ship butterflies every week when he comes to the ring?
0: Pretty sure. God. dude, he's got he's listen, I, I I have no doubt that Matt Riddle is gonna be a champ, some, like the world champ soon, sooner than later. He might be the guy that beats Roman.
2: But no, I think it, I think that's got Cody written all over it.
1: Oh, yeah, duh, Cody, yeah, duh. Yeah. That's but you cool. have to start somewhere, right? Yeah.
2: For sure. Rome wasn't built in the day. It's
1: just to Kevin's point. You know, you've seen the they write fucking dog shit, and from all the stuff you hear they write shit and then they show up on monday and vince is like ha jerk me off let's rewrite this that's a great point matt they can't commit to anything so now when they
0: have all this this whole new level of you know material that they can have at their fingertips like how is that going to help them commit to any sort of story when every week it's changed a million times before you can even you know watch the show at eight that's a uh, man. That, that that's a salient just, salient I point.
1: I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched the WWE in forever. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, it's, do do you have is, the time? This is such a WWE thing. Do they have a? Does Vince McMahon decide they're gonna write a story about about a character who's accused of sexually? You like, know
0: what? That's another thing that while you were asking that, I was like, this is such terrible timing.
1: (laughs) Like, Like, you see, like he's such like King shit, right? He's like, ah, let's do an angle where uh, you accuse Baron Corbin of sleeping with Pat McAfee's wife when he was staying at her house, when they were football players together. And he said he'd he'd move her up the ranks if he couldn't. Ah, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I could totally see that happening. I totally see that happening. Because listen, delusional is delusional. No matter what, like no matter what you know rating you are, whether you're G to R, you're you're delusional. If you're delusional, you don't have a concept of good storytelling. Right? Like I don't think it matters where you where you fall in the TV rating. If you have no if you have shown no you know productivity in writing an actual story for TV. And it, it says so in in the ratings. I think they may have been up a little bit lately, but it, it doesn't matter. You could be fucking like Tony Mud Pit City, and it won't even matter.
1: Well, I'm sure they're gonna get their. Uh, I'm sure they're gonna. People are gonna tune in tonight. People are gonna flip over from the Home Run Derby. They're gonna want to see what this TV 14 is about. And uh, is it starting tonight? That's that's the latest I have. Is it will be starting this evening?
3: Ooh.
0: So if anyone's watching raw in the chat, wants to give us like a heads up on what's actually going on, that would be great. When it uh, when the clock strikes eight and twenty two minutes,
1: I'm good. I just
0: want to. I just I'd be curious to see if there's anything like you don't think of us like who someone's doing this, but like no, still still the same, still the same, still the same. Or oh man, oh man, oh man. You know, what so I mean?
1: it's two options: still the same, or oh man, oh man.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's all you got to say, and then we'll be able to determine. That's all you got to say. We'll know what it means. Like, oh man, means they're this is unusual, and still the same means completely still the same.
1: All right, uh, doctor, that's where? Uh, what do you want to speak about in this the realm of the wrestling world today? What uh, What's on your
2: mind? Shit, there was a there was a little news fight that I want to ask you. Oh, how about this, McFoley? it turns out signed a legends deal with WWE. Saw that. that. Um, do you think this is an issue with all the stuff that's going on with McMahon? Like, I mean, Foley has been pretty outspoken in the past against <laughs> you know, some of great the stuff. That's a great Tony. That's a great question. So, and now with all the, all the fucking uh, spoons that Mr. McMahon has in the porridge, I don't know. It's kind of weird that McFoley would want to, you know, jump in and, and be part of the company. What do you think? That's
1: a fucking great call, Tony. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, never thought about it, but I will. Because he does every time we've had him on. It's for the it's for the rain.
0: Yeah. He made a complete I made a complete ass out of myself doing stand up comedy with him. And he <laughs> and he uh, and he made a point to let it be known. Yeah. But can I can I venture something here, Tony? Can I volley, yeah. yes, sir you may volley to me all right Mick Foley's no dummy right like he's what like Matt listen to his podcast he's he doesn't seem like he's remembered like he's forgotten like anything like anything he's not an idiot he wouldn't go into this if he thought that it would be bad on him like it would look it would look poorly on him, I don't think so, and I don't think Mick Foley is hard up for money. I don't think McFoley is a guy that would be blown away by money if he thought it was morally wrong. That's just the kind of guy Mick Foley is. So I think he is hedging oh, on himself or betting on himself and betting on um on see, I don't want to say this, I don't want to say this the wrong way. Like I think he knows what he's doing, is basically what I'm saying. So if he doesn't think it's a big deal, I feel like we have to trust him in saying that it's not a major big deal. Like I think he has that track record that we owe it to him that he's not getting into bed with. Vince McMahon might be the bad guy, but the company as a whole, Stephanie McMahon probably is the one that he dealt with. So maybe that's it.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, everything that's going to come out from this point forward with Vince McMahon's name in it is going to be attached to the WWE.
0: Yeah, and, and and listen, I, I don't think this is going to happen, but maybe Vince McMahon is like, I mean, it's still an investigation, right? Like, so it, there's no, again,
1: he didn't break any laws. No, yeah, I don't no, condone it. He just yeah. didn't break any laws. Yeah, well, not so, yet anyway. Yeah. Not I mean, The, the
0: investigation yet. is like is ongoing and I'm not talking about from these like outside, like ambulance chaser law firms. I'm talking about like legit, like the board and the legit, like people that are investigating him. That's the only one that matters to me. You could be, there could be like 10 law firms investigating Vince McMahon, but the only one that like, the only one that really matters is the board's investigation. Because Tony, you know, like working in law that as soon as you get into a car accident, how many freaking envelopes come in from every single law firm in the world asking to represent you in your car thing or, or looking to go after you for something. So, yeah. like I said, it could be like 10 law firms that are investigating Vince McMahon. It. Doesn't JG... necessarily mean that there's any more wrongdoing than the initial investigation.
2: J.G. Wentworth.
1: Uh, when I have cash when now.
2: But I had my car accident a few years ago. Yeah, Kevin's absolutely right. I got like you? Four... a car
1: accident? No, never.
2: No, I got, I got T-bone. <laughs> no, I know.
1: You also drive like a fucking maniac, though.
2: Ah, a little bit. That's was more it to the keep me Was it the Impala? Yes. Oh, God, that death trap. And you know what? You know what the you know what the messed up thing was, like I opened the door to get out, and then I couldn't close the door again. <laughs> so I had to drive to the body shop with my arm holding the door, and then when I got to a red light, I slammed it really hard, and then I couldn't open it again. Kev, <laughs> yeah, this was eleven o'clock at night. I was on my way home from work, and some guy who was trying to go to Jersey City, trying to park at the PATH station, just blew a stop sign. You know that area in Harrison yeah. when you try to park over there, it's dark as shit
0: yeah i hate that was this before was this pre or post red bull arena
2: oh this is post this was this was like a year or two before i got rid of the impala so this yeah. is like four years ago five years ago
0: yeah parking's never great over there
2: no but if you go especially if you're not familiar and you're going down all the side streets there like it goes it goes uh industrial to like residential like
3: yeah.
2: real quick like back and forth like it's really wild down there so if you're not paying attention, you're looking for the parking lot, you know, you could easily roll through a stop sign, which is what the guy did. Well, at least
0: at least you didn't do it.
2: No, for God no. Yep. Haven't had shit in a long time. So thankfully for me.
1: Thankfully for you. Let's yeah, so- um So we
2: also uh, we uh, talked uh, about
1: a bunch of wrestling this week, right?
2: Well, we watched a bunch of wrestling and that's uh, what yes, so I'm sorry,
1: with. we watched a bunch of wrestling this week. Let's go a little three count with MLW gentlemen.
2: Oh God! I the only thing I remember, shit. and I know there was other shit, was the Hammerstone. We finally got Holiday versus Hammerstone, uh, for the MLW Championship.
0: Yo, that was so stupid. You thought so? Like, like I don't. I like I, this is the first time I've watched MLW in probably months. But like, there's like a mask. Like the guy can send down a referee in like a mask.
1: That's Alpafe. Like, He's the fucking
2: yeah. That's it. That's. Quato, uh, like Quato, whatever the you, fuck his name. You is. have
0: this built-in, amazing heat story between a uh, Hammerstone and Holiday, and you got to send a Muppet down to the ring to like to re- referee a man. Now, granted, it, it was kind of cool once the ref, like the original ref, pulled him out.
2: And well, they got, I mean, and they got
0: into it. Now, I know there, I know he's been involved in the story too. I know Quato has as well.
2: Yeah, because Holiday went to him saying, you know, yeah. you owe me this title shot, blah blah blah. So. You know, it, it it was like the build has been that maybe Holiday was going to be El Jefe's, like, chosen one, you know? Was the but ref in the again, mask
0: Kevin
1: Keenan?
0: 100%. I thought so, too, right? Like, I literally thought it was 100 same
1: body type, the whole nine. Yeah, year. it was him,
2: 100%. You think so. it was Keenan? I don't think Keenan's worked for MLW in a long time. I don't though. care. It was, it was him. I think he was on the show. No, Keenan's been working a lot with uh, oh, NWA. NWA. Yeah, he's NWA
0: hey, for sure because he was right. – uh
2: and I tell you what, everybody bitching and moaning about the refs in AEW, watch Kevin Keenan. He knows exactly where to be and exactly where not to be.
0: I would hope so. The, he's the places fucking, he's
2: like you don't, you don't realize it. Like he, like he, his job right now, the job he's doing in NWA, all the guys in the NWA, all the referees, impeccable work. If a guy's shoulders is up, they won't count it. Yeah. And it's like good on him.
0: Well he, well, here's why, and we'll get back to MLW in a quick second, but because the NWA is the traditional wrestling company. Yeah,
1: so we'll like get, we'll get into that too when we talk NWA. I got some I got some problems with fucking Tony's fucking ass buddy over there, Billy. My
2: ass buddy? Some fucking bullshit. Oh, right. yeah.
1: So like NWA, you expect it. Like a referee is
0: supposed to play exactly by the rules in NWA because that's what NWA's foundation is. The history of wrestling, the history of Sportsmanship and all that. I mean, not quite like Ring of Honor with the code of honor, but like, like that's that's the foundation. It's like wrestling the right way, is what I believe. Billy Corgan coins it. Uh, so yeah, I, but yeah, but the, going back to MLW, uh, Tony, I thought the match was was great. I thought the build they did a great job throughout the show, reminding us of all the the things that they've been through, and then uh, Holiday coming out in the blood soaked jacket that he beat the shit out of him i don't know if that's the thing that he's done regularly or not
2: well fuck. you can and the other thing i liked is you can even see it in his eyes like that interview he cut before the match yeah. he's he was fucking like he was trying to come across like he was possessed and obsessed and yeah. it fucking worked really yeah, well like i
0: never i don't i never gave a shit about you i never like gave a fuck about you or anything like that and the you fact always- that i was all, the Dynasty was always about me.
2: Yeah. And the fact that after all this time, like, Alicia is siding with him, like, that makes it, like, so much sweeter, you know? Yeah, no,
1: I, I enjoyed, and and I'm in the same boat as Kevin. I watched MLW in months. There was no AirPods. There was no coffee. Like, this version of Richard Holiday is awesome I lo- i'm with kevin i love the fucking jacket yeah. i love their fucking kissy faces backstage he's fucking making out with her in the ring like this was great i did write though
2: Uh-oh.
1: going back to the ref bump ref bump el jefe mask ref what the fuck yeah dumb, Dummy, dumb yeah but, dumb, it, dumb.
2: but it actually gave the uh the referee and i always forget his name gave him the chance to be like no this is my match uh, Shit. Uh, yeah but the story
1: shouldn't be about the referees Got uh uh uh, uh Gastineau.
2: Yes. Frank Mark, Gastineau, right? Oh, Mark Gastineau? the Jet? No. But that's how
1: I remember it because he was <laughs> named after Mark Gastineau, Or has had shared the same last name, excuse me.
0: Yeah, but I just didn't think that it was I mean, it was a cute little thing that the ref like it was good because like the bat like Hammerstone was against it, right? Like he was against it. Like he was against Holiday, he was against Alicia, he was against whatever El Jefe, and he was against that other referee. So to, to see someone have his back, even if it is the referee, like not necessarily have his back, but to like at least square it up a little bit where he's doing, yeah, his like job this right. is going to be
2: fair and square, exactly. Yeah.
0: So I mean, I I I can let that part of it, I guess, go, but I don't think you needed it because the, the the animosity and the history between the two of them alone was enough to sell me on the match and enough to sell me on any sort of finish you wanted to do.
2: Yeah, but you got to remember too, like they they did they did shit like that. In the Attitude Era, where like Shane McMahon be counting a pin, and you know they're gonna fuck Austin, and then Vince pulls out Shane. Yeah, and but fucking... that's like that's, that's like, but Vince, they're like, you're not wrong, Tony.
0: Like, but like that was like, what was it like on a Raw, maybe, or like, uh, like oh, I'm is...
2: sure they did it on multiple pay per views, probably right too
0: with that. But like, to me, this was like, would they do it with their most like epic? Like, this is probably like the like. Hammerstone fought too was probably the biggest feud before this one. Right, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. So like this to me is like, like let their heat and their hatred like speak for itself, I guess. Well,
2: but then again, maybe, maybe this gives us an out for a rematch. Maybe, you know, they've built up holiday so well that they kind of want to mm-hmm. keep him up at the top of the Fair. card, you know? Cause then where does holiday go from here now that he lost, you know?
0: maybe another contender comes in for him because this to me, like because Hammerstone ended up winning clean, that does seem to me to be
2: the end of the story. And EJ and duca keeps talking shit, but then walking it back. He's like, yo, how come it's not my shot? And then he goes, no, nah, I'm just playing. Hammerstone's going to kick his ass. Like, it's like, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Anduka wants that spot.
1: I, to, I to,
0: to me, this was the blow off. I'm sorry, man.
1: No, it's good. Cause I have a couple questions. Cause they mentioned this was the end of the season.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, what so I heard what, too. So
1: what does that mean? Like next week's a fucking best of?
2: Probably, or maybe they'll go like into the vault like they did between the but tapings they, last they, time.
1: But Battle Riot is recorded, right? They haven't played who won the Battle Riot yet, right? No, they haven't played the match. Yeah, so why are we, what's, uh, is it the season like Kings of Coliseum? Is that the season? I don't understand.
2: Maybe they're giving time in between in order to, to get all that stuff together to start, you know, parsing it out. Editing you know, putting interviews in between all that stuff. I Cause uh, they had taped, they had taped this entire card for Kings of Coliseum when back in May, I think. Yes. Yeah. Back May 13th. And so what was this? This was July 6th. Oh right? God. No, July 12th. Was, no. Yeah. Last week, oh, July like 12th, 14th. 13th, some shit like that. Yeah.
1: It just seems like if that's like, if a season is like the Kings of cause like we have battle riot and they've already announced all these other things they're going to do. Right.
2: Yeah, I don't so. know. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yeah, but that's like, how MLW does it. Like, like that that's why you get the fucking six hour taping at Hammerstein or twenty three hundred or wherever else in Texas and all these other places.
1: Right, but we get the same thing with impact, but that it, it's consecutive, right? Like they'll keep going. Like the season's over. If I go to watch fucking MLW next week and it's like a best of show, I'm gonna be fucking annoyed.
2: It's probably going to be, and I forget what they call them, but, like, they did it last season, too. Like, you got a lot of shit with, like, Steve Carino and, like, the the Extreme Horsemen. Oh, well, they like go, like, back into the vault? I don't give a shit about that. And then you I'm get, like, 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 profiles on, uh, who was the first champ? Um,
1: uh, uh,
2: Kojima. Yes. Like, you get a profile on Kojima. I think they did a uh, profile on Homicide one week. Like, you know, wait, you they, get shit recapped, like that.
1: They recap the, the Enzo Fatu feud, right? I didn't know that was a thing, so I'm interested in that. They show me this creepy fucking Mads Kruger video at the end where he doesn't have the mask on now. Like, and now I gotta, and then the, it, you said it EJ and Duca's running around saying he, he deserves a shot.
2: What'd you think of the women's match, by the way? I liked the women's match. I felt like it was too short. It really was. They really, they really just, was there another match on the show? Yeah, no. man. ACH oh, yeah. versus Matt Cross. Yeah, that was a good match. I liked that one. Yeah, I liked it too. My only complaint, and it has
1: nothing to do with the match, bro. Did you see the mats outside the ring? There.
0: What? Uh, f- first of all, Matt, if you saw mats behind the outside the ring, I missed them because I didn't bro, see they them.
1: they were the size of this fucking this notebook this way. They oh, were dude, like I, they were literally this big, no. going all around the ring. So I thought that, like, I literally I thought,
0: like, I'm like, are do these do mats this? or is this floor just like really shitty? Like, cause it looked like I didn't. I thought I saw what I thought were mats, but then it was just like a dirty floor under under underneath it.
1: Yeah, I was like, if this what's the point? Don't put the fucking mats out then.
2: Yeah. It's it's uh it's the new gimmick, Mats Kruger. He's gonna come out and fucking build the set at ringside.
1: Wait, was it Mats Kruger? Was it
0: I thought it
2: was who's the other guy? Who's Warner? No, Man's, no, Mance Warner's coming back. Old Mans coming back. We got a little. Oh, okay, so we got things. Kruger and Warner. But here's the funny thing: like Mance Warner, just a couple years ago, was one of the guys that wanted out of his contract, and uh, they wouldn't let him. Right? Wasn't that part of like the deal, like one of the gimmicks? Well,
0: I mean, maybe I'm pretty found sure out that they didn't
2: want to. They didn't want to let him out, and they didn't want to let Pillman out either.
0: Maybe they found out that the 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 grass isn't always greener on the other side, and decided, hey, let's just come back where the old
1: bread ski is buttered ski.
2: True. I mean, I always liked Mance's work in uh in MLW.
1: Yeah, I think they were afraid Mance was gonna get something from AEW.
2: Yeah. That that was around that time. Because it it was it was Mance, it was uh MJF, and it was um shit, why can't I think of his name? Yes, Billman.
0: Yeah, but this was also like right where are we in like the COVID time? Was this right around then, where MLW wasn't even really doing anything? No, this
2: was this was before COVID. Okay. This was before, yeah. This is before the the COVID bug and and all that nonsense. Look at Carrie
1: Cowling. She says, "Man's got blood and beer on me at GCW on Friday."
2: Well, Holy we never crap. said he was neat. Holy shit! Go get a. Yes, a Kevin's test. right. Get everything tested. By the way, shout out. We got, uh, yeah, I saw that Rally Sport Rally will over here from the UK saying what's up. What's Good up, Will? Thanks for tuning in. It's Cut off. Like four in the morning over there, right? It's like early or late Good for you, one or the other.
1: Good on him, um, but yeah, ACH Matt Cross was great. I would love to see, give me Matt Cross, Myron Reed, All right? Myron Reed's your ch- middleweight champion, right?
2: The young goat, part of the Boumaille fight club
1: now. That's right, Boumaille. <laughs>
0: So Tony, I I watched
2: the show and they were, they were there was no top ten, correct? No, right. no top. 10. I was we were
1: all chomping at the bit, Kev.
2: Last they, week's the, top ten was an anomaly. They hadn't had a top ten in a long time.
1: Why don't they keep doing it?
2: Because they're weird. I don't know,
1: Tony. It's yeah. only twelve fifty a.m. So you that's still wait pretty
2: out. early. That's past my bedtime.
1: Yeah, they're like six hours ahead. That'd be
0: five like guys.
2: That. Yeah, five, Kev. Math. Well, whatever.
0: <laughs> Depends on where you are in the UK. UK is a big place. You heard.
1: I don't know. I don't know how the time zones work over there. I don't know if it's just one fucking time zone. Well, when I
0: worked at Graze, like we would, like the main company was in the it was in the UK, and we would have to like get in touch with them by like, like noon. You know what sucks? They'd be gone.
2: They're still there. They like Graze is still in the UK. Graze is still
0: UK, but they sold the US. They sold the US company.
2: So, but they don't produce any of that stuff anymore in the US, right? No, it went to shits. I like them fucking them chili cashews that you that they used to have. Oh, oh there was so no good. bigger
0: thrill in my life than bringing those snacks to people. Like yeah, it was no, they were,
1: they were delicious.
0: Thank you. It was awesome. Like I really, I mean, I, I never got any, but whatever. yeah, I didn't. Either. I brought them to the podcast. I'm sure a bunch of times. Fucking Gabe Sapolsky
1: got a bunch. of No, movies. we don't look like fucking Gabe Sapolsky or Zach Saber Jr. So we didn't get shit. Now well, Mac- Zach Saber Jr. Just did the photo op.
2: Now. Uh, Mega Powers would bring me some goodies from Grays, which I'm forever grateful for. That's all I got to say about that. I have no comment. <laughs> no. I mean,
0: <laughs> cool man. i um, Well, that was I
2: MLW. I but uh, to put a
1: bow on MLW, I did enjoy how they made there, there's the promo video of like uh, Hammerstone and how he is like the face of MLW. I think to watch that transition from from. Pre-pandemic, um, where we just got introduced to Hammerstone to see where he is now is pretty cool.
2: Oh my god, he was like he was just like the muscle of the uh, of the dynasty. Like it was always MJF and and uh, Richard Holiday controlling things with the money and and the spending and all that shit. And then Hammer was just yo, I'm working on my tan. Yo, what do you got? An 80- Hogan eighty six or Hogan ninety one or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, I love old school dynasty.
2: Going going to Mexico for... Dude, and fucking Holiday brought it up. Going to Mexico for your supplements. That was yeah, like part I'll, of the Dynasty thing. Dude,
0: that, see, all right. So we're talking about WWE going like 14. Like that is... That MLW was like 14. Like kind of like saying like... What do you call them? Like a, a juiced up... Like you, you're juiced up. like you, Using like the implication that the dude's on steroids. Yeah. Is like... Is wild to me. I did not expect to hear that. Even though but that may have been like a highlight package from something earlier. They but.
2: used to sit at poolside getting their tans and be like, yo, we gotta go across the border. I gotta get my supplements.
3: <laughs>
2: That's funny stuff. Such good it was such good shit, man. The fucking dynasty was so good. Yeah, so what
0: um, was it the women's match was what, like Becky Blake versus um
1: Brittany Blake and Zoe Sky.
0: Yeah, Zoe Sky. Zoe Sky's been around for
1: a while. Yeah, I really well, thought she well, was going
2: to win. Brittany Blake pulled out the win there.
1: I'd like the. Uh, I made a note. I like the new ring mat
2: that they have there
1: with the logo on it.
2: Yeah, I agree. It, Does it have Stephen P. New on it too, or no? It had some crazy logo on y- it. Yes, I think so. Yeah, the mat. One of the mats. I didn't. I didn't take notice. I thought that. I thought that was like the mat they. Well, I haven't notice. watched again. Watched it. Watched
1: in in months. So yes. I missed all the Microman shit, too, thank God. Unless, oh,
2: thank God.
1: The dumb fucking Hot Topic commercial. Like, good for you for being in Hot Topic, but who fucking, really? Microman? We're going to market fucking Microman? Come on. Dude, listen, as topic. much as
2: I hate him, yeah, he's he's he was over, dude. People went nuts for that shit. That's just a small portion of the fan base. <laughs> well,
0: MLW is a small portion of the fan base.
2: Ah! <laughs> uh.
1: Well, let's, uh, Kevin, you want to aggravate Tony? Sure. Tuckle AEW.
0: Tony, you know who's coming back next week? Oh! <laughs> the Painmaker. I was going to say, cares. The Painmaker's back, Tony. Good for him. Do you know what that is?
2: Do you even know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Fat Jericho.
1: Hey, come on now!
2: Come on, dude. He was gross as the pain maker. Pain maker. He was, dude. Look, I like Chris Jericho as much as anybody, but my God, he was large. He's a
0: pain maker, heartbreaker, shoemaker. Won't you make my shoes for free?
1: Uh, Fighter Fest Week One. Um, I thought it was a stellar show, and I don't. Well, you don't have to dive into every. Uh, no, 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 no. Everything that took place. I think the. Uh, I think the really. Um, really exciting stuff was uh Moxley beating uh uh, uh Takesta Takshida,
2: ta- take a shitter.
1: Yeah, I don't, Stop know, how stealing to, I don't know how to my jokes Wednesday. Name. Um, and then the fucking tag match.
0: Well, was, yeah, I uh, mean, did, did, so Matt, what are your thoughts on the the tag belts changing hands again? I'm not a.
2: I'm not.
0: I'm not wait, against wait,
2: time out. Who was in the triple threat match with Luchasaurus and uh, the Young Bucks? What
0: about no what?
2: When when the Young Bucks won the titles, wasn't that a triple threat match or no?
0: Uh, probably was it um, was it FTR? No,
2: no. was this, it Hobbs uh, and Starks? No. Th- th- well, this
0: match on AEW was Hobbs and Starks. No, yeah, but yeah, no, no, talking that, about
2: I'm talking about when Young Bucks won the title. I know what you're talking about. It was um Don't
1: tell me, Matt. I'm, th- <laughs> uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure it out myself right now. Blah, 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 it blah, blah, was blah.
0: Young Bucks Jungle Jurassic
1: Express and was it uh No, that's it. It was just the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express. Supposed to be the Hardy Boys, but Jeff got fucking that. Oh. Ah.
2: So I wonder I wonder, I, wonder, called, I wonder if it was always the plan for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus to lose to the to the Hardys. Maybe that's why they lost to the Young Bucks to keep it moving, to get to kind of like, you know, the people who were supposed to get the belts didn't. But to keep the story moving with Christian, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe yeah. the Young Bucks were in like an unintended consequence of the situation. Right, like
1: we were gonna give the Hardy boys that moment in that match.
2: Yeah, and then maybe like it wasn't gonna be that uh that um whatchamacallit that uh that Keith Lee and what's his name, Swerve were not gonna win the belts for a while because they were gonna be on the Hardy's for a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and then maybe they would continue to tease the dissension between Swerve and Keith. Maybe they were never planning on giving them the belts and they just called an audible and said, Hey, let's not have them feud and let's just keep them together and, and win the belts.
2: I'm surprised they didn't go with Hobbs and Starks. To be honest with you, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Willie Hobbs that he's been coming along like like huge. It is weird
0: that they went with the Bucks and not another heel team. Because like, if the plan was like, I know the plan wasn't to have him on the Bucks initially, so like, or I, again, we're speculating on that. We don't really have no idea, but. So, like, if the plan was to put them on the Bucks, Man. why wouldn't they? And they wanted to get them off the Bucks in a triple threat match. Why wouldn't they move them to another heel tag team? Unless we're going with the plan that it was for the Hardys to win. So, you wanted another babyface team to have them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so, I, I, I never thought that Swerve and... Uh, I mean, I, I didn't think we'd see a title change to begin with. But I got no issue with it either. Like, if your titles are, if you're, I don't mind changing belts all the time if it means that they're competitive matches and the belts actually mean something.
1: Well, the Bucks had the title for four weeks uh, with zero successful title defenses. But uh, this match was fucking nuts, man. It was so fucking good. It was bonkers. I know Tony's not the biggest AEW guy, but uh, I don't know know, how that's possible. Different strokes for different folks, bro.
0: No, I get it, but like, I I understand if you don't like WWE, but if you don't like WWE, then like, what yeah, but the, his
1: alternative is NWA and MLW.
0: It's like a forty-five minute show. Like, I, I think
1: I, that I and I think that's part of it. I can't speak for Tony. Tony, you have a voice, so please, anytime you want to cut me off.
2: No, no, you're you're fine. I'll cut you off if you're wrong.
1: I think that's part of it. I think it's easier to find 45 minutes to, to watch a show than three hours to stay with your finger on the pulse of AEW every week. I just, I just think if Tony, like Tony, can I ask you what,
2: uh, by the way, I just want to let you know, I just pulled up cause I have the DVR going, uh, Monday night. Raw's first hour is listed as TV PG. So there you go. Okay. Just as a breaking. Oh, no, sorry, good. Continue. That's good.
0: So you should have said still the same, right?
2: Still the same.
0: All right, so Tony. Back to my my original question. Like, what is it about? Like, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's even like super awesome. But like, what is what about it? Like, disgusts you that you won't even give it the time of day.
2: I mean, it's probably the same thing that that I don't watch Raw for. Like, there's just a lot of it that I don't care for. There's like. A lot of it was just nonsensical to me. A lot of it, I don't know. So, like,
0: a good match isn't enough to bring you in as opposed to like you need stuff to actually like legit make sense 99.9% of the time. No, but you and and I'm not trying, I'm not, that wasn't, I didn't mean that sound that like condescending. No, no, no,
2: And, and not taking it all. But like, like, there's stuff that I'll watch from WWE, like if I hear it's a good match. And I've watched stuff from AEW that I think is a good match that I've heard Scuttlebutt about, but. I don't know, man. Like, like six on six in a fucking cage with the same guys again with Jericho. Like, I just don't, I don't give a shit, you know. Stuff with the young bucks, I, j- I don't care. Moxley, like, it's just not my thing. It's just not. There's a lot in WWE that's not my thing, you know. Yeah. So look, I like watching MLW, and I tell you guys when it's dog shit, I tell you guys it's dog shit. You sure do. But I think, I think I like the MLW because, like Matt said, it's 45 minutes to an hour. I could watch it. I can come back to it. I could stop it in between matches. Same thing with the uh with uh NWA. You know, like I don't have to watch it on Tuesday at 605. I've got it on Fight TV, I could pull it up, I could pull it up on YouTube. And there's not much more to NWA because even their Saturday show is only about a half an hour, 25, 30 minutes, you know?
0: Oh, I forgot about that. That's the USA, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I I didn't watch that. Damn. And and like look,
2: there's even there's even shit in the NWA that's goofy. Like I know Matt loves gags the gimp. I just I I it's fucking stupid for the NWA to have a character like that, in my opinion. I mean, I I don't really care for it, but it's just kind of there. But there's a lot of other stuff, dude. Like, even even the guys that are on every week that are job guys, like I find myself liking them a lot because they're talented dudes, you know. And the stories are easy to digest. It's like simple. It's like good evil. I can't fucking stand Velvet Sky. I'll fucking shit on her like I shit on her all over this past week because I thought she was fucking insufferable. But there's a lot of good shit going on there, man. Like, I I could wrap my head around the, the, the stuff with uh with Trevor Murdoch and the Pope and, you know, like, and Tom Latimer wanting a shot and fucking Tim Storm. Holy shit, old man Tim Storm gets a fucking shot, at you know, and maybe getting the title once again. Like, to me... That's got me wrapped up. That that's like my interest. That kind of, you know, like works for me.
1: Well, hey. JG Rogue says, "A uh, good match is subjective. It is personal taste, of course.
0: Yeah. Of course, it is."
1: So, uh, um, I thought the tag match was was great. Triple threat, definitely Tony. If if you like, uh, it's very PWG style. I don't know if you're a PWG fan. A lot of lot of falsies. A lot of action. I don't know if that's your cup of tea, and I've really enjoyed, um, I like Gresham and, and Moriarty from uh, Friday night. Yeah, and I didn't even realize that,
0: because I, I, I didn't watch Rampage last week, and I, I guess I've been under a rock, I didn't realize that Gresham is was in uh, Tully uh, Blanchard Enterprises.
1: Yes, he turned on Moriarty two weeks ago. Oh, was it two weeks ago? well yeah two weeks ago. well i on is the clip
0: was... was i didn't they didn't give like, a date for when it was okay. i didn't realize that that gresham is uh a part of that because the rampage is tough to catch um but uh but yeah i didn't even know that so I, like when i saw them all come out together like con and brian cage and i can't remember the other guy's name and uh yeah jonathan tough. gresham i was like whoa so now jonathan gresham's a heel he's a bad guy and that inserts right in uh, Claudio Castagnoli as yep. the challenger. We got picks go this challenge.
2: weekend. Yeah, yeah, baby. I, I was going to ask you how. How is it that they're having a Ring of Honor pay per view where they really haven't done shit with Ring of Honor since the last no, pay per view? Oh, no, they have. No, it's been like Gresham's on fucking on whatever dynamite well, or
0: without like without their own separate tv show like what can you really do you have to put well, them then on why this, have a
2: pay-per-view this... you know
0: because it's baby steps i guess is the best answer i can give you
2: and the other thing that kills me is like your fucking top team in ring of honor can't sniff fucking national television in aew that that's a fucking what do you mean so, the, you'll never see the briscoes on fucking on tnt or tbs
0: there's uh, that's, an edict that's to... probably more backstage stuff than like no that that's
2: fucking that's the network stuff that's the network yeah, doesn't so... want them on
0: so they're going to be on their pay-per-view. Yeah, but... And they did, like, know, some... Man. I think they did some uh, video content of them having, like, a face-to-face on social media.
2: Yeah, but something. it's been months since the last pay-per-view. It's like, and a lot of these guys haven't seen TV, or, and you know? I mean, like, wh- what's going on with Mercedes Martinez? Is Serena Deeb going there to challenge her? They're probably going to fight
1: at Death Before Dishonor. So, to be fair, Tony, the Mercedes Martinez has been heavily featured on Dark and Dark Elevation weekly defending her championship.
2: Which really doesn't mean much. And she
1: did a run-in on uh, Rampage, I believe, too.
2: Okay, After Rampage.
0: D beat, um, or was it Dynamite? It was Dynamite. It was Dynamite. Where Serena D beat... Uh, Anna J. Anna J. And then Mercedes Martinez came out and made the save. So I, I guarantee you we're getting that match if it hasn't already been announced at the pay-per-view.
1: It's announced. Mercedes Martinez, Serena okay. D. Dude, I'm... I, are... they're, they're using... You have, look, it goes back to TV 14, right? You have to start somewhere. The name is there, you know, look, could it be better? A hundred percent, but people want this, you know, like if you're going to sell pay-per-view and you're going to get people in the building in Massachusetts, like FTR Briscoe's two out of three falls. That's a great fucking start. Joe lethal, which they've been building through dynamite and rampage. Great start. The returning Claudio Casagnoli is going after Jonathan Gresham. Like for a belt that he's never held, that's a great. That's look. That's if it doesn't get people to the to the building, at least you're gonna get people interested in the product and they'll they'll yeah. order the pay per view. Yeah, I'm with Matt. It it doesn't quite seem
0: like Ring of Honor, but it also doesn't quite seem that different.
1: I would love to be in a position where I have to find time to watch Ring of Honor every week. Like I can't wait for them to figure out what they're doing, but this keeps the name
0: alive. I agree. But here's one thing. And again, like we said, you have to start somewhere, right? So eventually I would love to see something that WWE has like failed to do ever and actually keep the two brands exclusive. Whereas we're not seeing Wheeler Utah and Daniel Garcia on Dynamite and then seeing him on a Ring of Honor show. And again, you have to start somewhere. Like I want, I want Ring of Honor guys and girls to be Ring of Honor guys and girls. And I want AEW guys and girls to be AEW guys and girls eventually you can't get there right away. And I I totally understand that because there's no ring of honor television spot. Like if they, I wish they would, they have the, the, the TNT time slot at the rampage time slot. If, but again, that's a whole lot of network stuff that you'd probably have to shill to say, Hey, we want to change this from AEW, a proven two year commodity to a ring of honor. That's easier said than done. I imagine. So if they can get like a Saturday, like a 6.05 Ring of Honor or like a a Saturday, like 9 o'clock Ring of Honor time slot, then you can at some point formulate that roster and keep them separate and then devote either Elevation or Dark to the Ring of Honor product. So you have, you know, Rampage, Dynamite, Dark, AEW, and then you have, you know, whatever Saturday – Afternoon and then elevation to roh. Like that's like that's to me, that's the ideal situation. Again, a whole lot easier said than done.
1: Of course, yeah. The logistics are probably a nightmare. But yeah, you gotta. We've talked about this at nauseum. Like it's live TV. Some of these talents are not at the level that we're used to, and that's no disrespect, but they're not working five house shows and then going to TV. So they're not in a position to take, like you can't take Daniel Garcia off TV. You can't take Wheeler Utah off TV, off TV. Like they need to get the reps in where they can. I'm a hundred percent with you though, Kevin, when this split comes, they need to keep it almost like territorial. Like if FTR is the ring of honor, tag team champions, they stay there until they lose. And then they don't show up in AEW for a couple months. Right.
0: And uh, I, So I guess I'm kind of conflicted now on this because like I guess like it would be really really naive of me to think that like in in the entire like future of both companies like we're not going to see somebody jump from one to the other. But now make that feel like a real jump and let them like stay there. Like let them be branded as a Ring of Honor guy. Like make it feel like I left WCW to go to WWF or like I left you no know, vice versa ECW to go to WCW like make it feel that way so even though you know 2022 we're not you know we're not boneheads anymore like we believe we don't believe that the like the NWO is working for WWF like we may have believed in 1996 like so I, I almost kind of like I'm cutting off my nose despite my face in this one like I want them to be separate, but you're also way too naive to like not think that keeping FTR, or keeping CM Punk or Brian Danielson in ROH only is a good business model.
1: No, you'll see. I think you'll see your 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 you know second tier talent going there to work on things, and you you'll get eventually. You'll get people going there. I think we'll find a happy medium at some point. I believe. Yeah. So the pay-per-views, uh, Saturday night, we have five matches announced. Gresham, Claudio, Briscoe's FTR, Deeb and Martinez, uh, Joe lethal and Utah and Garcia. Yeah, so uh, and I'm sure they'll throw a couple more in there right now. I
0: think we'll get, I think we'll get some, like, I think we'll get some, like, ring of honor guys, like ROH or Viginals now, uh, <laughs> in there like they seem to like Dalton Castle. I wouldn't be shocked if he's in there. Silas has worked a couple shows. Um so I wouldn't be shocked if if we get some like legit who was um someone just worked them on a oh no those are NXT X's. Never mind.
1: Parker Parker Bordeaux Yeah
0: yeah yeah I was thinking they were ROH guys. No Parker people Bordeaux. are apparently
1: well there's an ROH guy in that little stable now. Uh it's Aria Davari uh Slim J from the um Special K and then Parker Bordeaux. And I think I think
0: actually on I think John Walter is working Tony Neese, I think, on darker elevation.
1: Oh nice. Yeah. So a lot of stuff going on in the AEW Ring of Honor world. They did announce that uh all outs returning to September in Chicago. Um so that'll be You t- mean
2: to t- Chicago in September.
1: That's yes. Right. Flip it, reverse it. Sorry. Drop down. Um and then this week, Tony, you, you know you gotta watch Eddie Kingston and the Painkiller in a barbed wire death match Come on. I'm sorry, the who? The painkiller. Painmaker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a that, that is a wrestling nickname if I ever heard one
1: though. It's a Judas Priest song. This was stuck in my head for like four days, too.
2: <laughs> so uh,
1: Kingston and the Painmaker in a in a barbed wire death match with the uh jericho uh, uh associ- association oh
2: in the fucking shark tank fuck that shit yeah but did you it's hear scary.
0: daddy magic forgot my point about how why aren't they why why aren't they in the cage too like all these guys like what they're gonna just gonna stand around not doing nothing they, they, why shouldn't they be in a cage huh ah? it's
1: a fair point mm, yep
2: i'll
1: tell you it's i'll tell you what's not a fair point uh-oh all right i'll there's a couple fucking problems I have with the NWA here.
2: Okay, what's the problem number one? Okay, problem number one.
1: Why the fuck? And I know, don't it was explained to you in the interview. Now, who the fuck is Mike Knox? Who the fuck is Matt Cardona with this bullshit? With this fucking shitty family, this fucking dipshit gets a fucking buy to the finals, the Fatal Four. Are you fucking kidding me?
2: I don't agree with it either. I'm a hundred percent with you. Totally. However. Supported. How See this. This was Kevin's buddy. This was the deal that he struck when he turned Kevin's over Charlotte bitch. to Billy Corgan before the Fatal Four Way. Or yeah, Fatal Four Way. Bunch four-way. of fucking bullshit. He said anyway. you owe me, and he owed and him. Then, and he, he's paying the dividends on what he owes.
1: And then this booger eater brings back Tim Storm, and now he
2: Tim Storm just throws the fucking rule book out the window. If you remember, in Tim Storm's final match for Sweet Charlotte when the nwa power came back tim storm saw an opportunity after all this was pulling shenanigans on him and he popped all this low in that match and he didn't get caught but he only managed to get a two count so now here tim storm in the same situation referee shit canned, tries to go for it after all this had slapped him and showed on conduct a few times
1: it's wrestling though you can
2: smack your opponent it's not a closed fist it's not illegal but this was supposed to be a gentleman's match. They were they were trying oh, to keep it. are fucking professional wrestlers. You can't trust Nick Aldis. Well, apparently you can't trust Tim Storm either. Because as Tim Storm was firing up into Nick Aldis's nether regions, Kevin Keenan pops his head up from beyond the apron, and then he saw what happened, and he said, "That's it. Ring the bell." Kevin and Keenan I- knows exactly where he needs to be at all times, and that's why Tim Storm doesn't deserve another shot. Tim Storm has been eliminated from this, uh, from rest from the race to the chase.
1: Get him out! You know who else doesn't deserve another shot? Kevin's fucking dear good personal friend, the cheating son of a bitch, Brian Myers.
2: This was a surprise to me. This fucking result really oh, fuck took me by surprise
1: because him, he's got to get in there with his other fucking family member to, for
2: this fatal four bullshit. So now oh, this yeah. is stacking the deck. We got Brian Myers, we got Mike Knox, we've got uh, Nick Aldis, and. Nick is former buddy Tom Latimer, yeah, but you were former buddy, so you know there's
1: an issue there, right? These two fucking jabronis gonna lay down for and for each other. Is one of them gonna win the title shot? Beat Trevor Murdoch and give the title to Matt Cardona? Is, the, is he have that much fucking brainwash bullshit power on these two idiots? That's where the
0: world? power lies, baby. The power lies in Matt Cardona's hands. You know what I mean?
1: You know what? Oh, it lies in his fucking wallet. He's buying all them fucking figures.
2: So oh so since we're down to the final four, who do you think is going to wind up with the shot at, um, at Trevor Murdoch?
0: Trevor Murdoch's a babyface now again, right? No, not oh, really. Well, he so was that, the one that got Tim Storm back, so that kind of made me think. And then his promo that he cut was kind of like, I did what was right. I righted a wrong.
2: He righted so. a wrong, yes, but when the Pope came out to shake his hand and congratulate him, he walked off on the Pope, so... Oh, I think so- it's I think it's more Trevor Murdoch is his own man and he lets the chips fall where they may.
0: Hmm. And Aldous kind of kind of yeah. looked like a bad guy too in this
2: in this Oh, match. of course. He was being a dick to Tim Storm. Absolutely.
0: And like when 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 he uh when he ended up like winning, like he had like this weird, like he was cringing over and had like a weird like like grin, like I got one on you type
2: Wh- which he did because like I said, the fr- the last time those two met was for the world's championship. Nick Aldous was defending and it was Tim Storm's last shot. And Tim Storm did the same thing. So maybe Nick Aldous knew, Hey, if I get under his skin quick enough, he's going to do something stupid. It's going to cost him.
1: Yeah. And Nick Aldous did what he had. He vanquished Tim Storm when he had to. Mm-hmm. And now he's got, he's got to wrestle. He's got to fight him again for what? This is bullshit. So I'm glad Nick Aldous won. I'm glad fucking, shithead gym teacher fucking got cocky thought he could put one over on everybody and punch somebody in the balls and he got caught maybe tim storm can now go back to commentary and replace austin idol oh can you uh two minutes in i wrote two minutes in i hate velvet and austin
2: oh Vel- no austin's not bad when he's with galley it's fucking velvet sky that fucks everything up she yeah, can't like the shut up
1: show, the three of them were together
2: yeah she's she's fucking rotten dude They were doing a little uh, gimmick for a while where she wasn't doing commentary anymore and she was relegated to doing interviews like Mae Valentine in the back and she wasn't happy about it. Well,
0: didn't like Angelina Love come back too? Weren't they actually
2: teaming for a while? No, they didn't team, but they kept calling each other bestie. And then Angelina Love had a match against somebody and she got counted out. I think maybe it was genocide. I don't
1: know. I don't know. She
2: was doing some shit outside and Velvet's like, no, you have to get back in the ring. And she didn't. I don't know. It was fucking stupid.
1: May's got a May's got eyes for Tyrus
2: gross. No, you know, Tyrus is a lovable guy, I guess.
1: She ran down all his accolades like it was a big deal. He's the fucking worst TV champion I've ever seen in my goddamn life. His matches suck dog shit through a straw. And now I got a fucking deal with him and who Odin Odin. So you're fucking number one contender here for this.
2: I'm okay with fucking fat titted shit. Gonna be the fucking champion. I'm okay with Odinson getting that, that, uh, that match. Here's what, here's what really was fucking stupid. Did you see the shit that happened with, uh, Tyrus coming out and attacking the guy that, um, Aaron Stevens was, uh, training?
1: No, I didn't see that. I've, I've been a while since I watched the NWA.
2: Okay. So it might've been on power. So, uh, so they they had this backstage footage. They were interviewing this guy's mother for whatever reason. I forget what the fucking kid's Poor name was, and she's like, "Oh, my son's here, and I can't. I'm so glad he's with the NWA." And it's like, she was terrible. It gets worse. So Tyrus and and uh, Black G's see what's going on at ringside, and Black G's like, "Yo, he was talking shit about you." So then Tyrus gets in, gives him a choke slam. His mother runs in to save him. Stop beating up on my boy, and and. It was fucking garbage. Like they fucking, they fucking like powdered to this kid's mother. And then Aaron Stevens is like, Hi, I'm Aaron Stevens. She's like, Yeah, I know who you are. My son needs help. Can you please go get him help? It was fucking terrible. It was terrible. I hate when they try to do shit like this. No redeeming value. And I still don't know this kid's name. It's not like it's going to fucking matter. Where is MIMS to save us from this nonsense? It's what I want to know. Make strong limbs. That's right. Matt had a sneeze. It's going away. 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 Now it's going. I'm muted too, you dick.
1: Yeah, I'm a professional. That's right. Uh, I did enjoy Allison K and Kylan King too. I was surprised to see Kylan King get a win, but I like the story they're telling there with her being the gatekeeper to Camille. But you know, because Bully Ray heavily involved in the show too, mentioned many times. But I like it.
2: Yeah fun show i enjoyed it i don't know if bully ray uh trained allison k i don't think he did but he no he trained, trained
1: Kylan king. king
2: trained Kylan king and also trained camille he's been on camille too so
1: oh excuse me i got a lot of boogers last week on the wow. show i don't know if you guys listened
2: oh should, are we gonna call murdochs oh there he is Tino. um a little All news right. and notes before we take a break because it is sad news uh word going around on the interwebs today, thanks to Mike Tanay, was that Cindy Heenan, the wife of Bobby the Brain, passed away today. Saw that. So rest but- in peace to uh Cindy Heenan. I don't know I don't I didn't see anything that they disclosed if if it, if she was sick or you know had anything going on, but hmm. um here's something interesting that I'd never knew. Uh there was a vignette that I do remember when I was uh younger. Where Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, I think, were at the zoo. And a woman and a very young girl came up to them. And he was kind of telling them to get lost. And the little girl stomped on his foot and called him Weasel. That was Cindy and his daughter. How makes crazy sense. is that? That's makes fucking sc- awesome. I mean,
0: makes sense. Makes all the sense in the world.
2: Yeah, but, you know, the things that you don't know when you see it. And then you go back later on. You're like, oh, my God, no shit. Yeah.
0: I mean, I never knew who Cindy Heenan was anyway. So, like, it's not like... Like, no, but
2: still, it's I mean, something I would know. ever
0: know her. I wouldn't be able to pick her out of a lineup.
2: No, for sure, for sure. But I thought it was kind of cool that, uh, yeah, I think I think it was RD from WrestleCrap who actually posted that. So, yeah, you know, it was kind of it was kind of cool to see that, you know, as long as Heenan was in, he got his wife and his his young daughter involved as well, right. which was it was a cool moment. No,
0: no, it's definitely cool. And I I read I saw Tene's tweet, so that was that was a nice little heartfelt deal. Apparently, uh, you know, as any husband and wife would, they adored each other. So r i p
2: well, it's nice to see that Bobby heenan got along with one of the commentators from w c w not named Shivani, but <laughs> no they got along and uh, they 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 kind of had a rough spat at the end, didn't they
0: no, I thought tony Tony always says that he loved working with Bobby,
2: oh no, he did, but that doesn't mean they really got along. I think heenan kind of didn't like him for what i think he i think he blew i think he blew heenan off for something and it never sat right with heenan or some shit like that. Uh, there was some little beef that they had between them, but rest in peace, Cindy Heenan.
0: I call shenanigans. Oh
2: boy. There so, you Matt, you want, you want to tell people what's going on with our Patreons, or is this yeah? Do be? I ever? You want to play the commercials
1: no, back after this? I'll play the fucking commercials. All right, if you want to uh support the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast, uh, and um, the Shining Wizards Network, go over to the shiningwizardsnetwork.com, home to a variety of great shows. Uh, if you've ever listened to the show, you know the shows, uh, Turnbuckle Throwbacks um mark order podcast uh inconclusive breakdown wrestling night in canada radioactive metal the midnight jury um and the broadcast not members of the network but friends of the network so check all those great shows out Uh, You can support us over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast for as little as $1. Yes, $1 a month. You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, $1 gets you a shout-out every week on this podcast. $3 a month, you get access to our bonus content, uh, watch-alongs, profiles, pay-per-view reviews, uh, and uh, the crossword puzzles, so much more. $5 a month, you get all the perks at the $3 level. Plus, we'll plug your social media website podcast whatever you're doing out there we want to support you during the grind um we also have the uh ten dollar level and at that level you get put into a monthly drawing where we pick a lucky winner every month and that winner gets to be a part of the show whether you're sitting in for can you beat that you're sitting in for an interview uh you are picking the wizards rewind for that month Uh, And being a part of the show, sitting in, talking about said show. Uh, So that happens for everyone, $10 and above every month. We'll pick a person and that person gets to decide. We don't decide you get to decide the Patreon, what you want to do. Do you like uh, some of the guests we have coming up in August? Do you want to sit in and talk to them? We'll set that up for you. You got a Wizards Rewind you want to do? We'll set that up. You want to you think you can beat Christian Rocco? Can you beat that? You're the next challenger. I don't give a shit what the committee says. So that's happening $10 above patreon.com slash wizards podcast. Uh, if you enjoy this, please support us. If you are in a bind or financially you cannot uh, spare the extra dollars, no problem. Tell your friends, give us a retweet, uh, share our episodes. Uh, that's free, it costs nothing. Uh, and if you know fellow wrestling fans that might enjoy this show, please send them our way. We uh, look forward to meeting all. The new fans. Uh, at this time, we're going to thank those who support us on our Patreon. Uh, Kathy Hummer, the Queen of the Shining Wizards. Many Crasso, the King of the Shining Wizards. Danny Rusinello at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine. Uh, Anthony Rusinello from the Mark Order Podcast. Sean Toe, Sean Calejo. uh Kate Hensler from uh, the Mark Order Podcast. Sour Graps, the SmackDown Rampage fight full review. And Kate is back on the Twitter machine at Miss kate fabe be sure to give her a follow matt garifo no relationship to the k g g uh maddie mellinger christine friesendorf mark Parlone. happy birthday mark kenny Hawsey, the scotch drink more uh jay cop big cop pump from the turnbuckle throwbacks thomas cops the Mott spock at high five tom he's doing his roh revelry show and the marking out show uh and he just had a great conversation with t donk so be sure to check that out michael hammond uh, Matthew Birch, the true prince of pro. Uh, Braden Bergen at Enfuego30. He's our number one fan from Iowa, so be sure to give him a follow. Brendan Haney, Carrie Calling at The Carrie Crush. Ryan Schlong over there at The Mark Order Pod. Asian Joe, uh, who will be in Jersey in October. Uh, David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Horseman, makes experimental music at Harvestman Records 856.bandcamp.com backslash music. Mike Peterson at LOL, Mike Peterson, Rob Humphrey, Kevin Rogue, uh, former, can you beat that champion? He's doing the year of pod uh, where he's talking all things, WCW 96 with the Duke. So definitely check that out. He's a funny guy. And at, um, at J I don't know why I don't have this written down, uh, at JJ rogue means I believe is his Twitter. Yes. At JJ rogue means is his Twitter account. So follow him. I dunk biscuits. The Daily Smark at The Daily Smark on Twitter. DailySmart.com is the website. They help you find the latest wrestling news along with up-to-the-minute daily podcast. Don't forget, we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Roll. And last, but certainly not least, let's see if I can time this up right. The one, the only, Mr. William Mercier Jr.
0: Lives are going to be. In William Mercier's hands, you know what I mean. You
1: know what you mean, Kevin? Woo! I got Did you try.
0: have to filibuster, or did I get it like literally just in time?
1: We were. It worked out to to you just just coming into the shot. I got to take a leak, guys, real fast. Oh! Uh, I would like to grab a drink. I didn't get to get up, so no no i'm happy for you you deserve uh, it let me get up a drink i do want to touch on impact in new japan before we do our rewind nothing super deep though so let me the leak you guys filibuster for a minute i'll be right back tony what are you chewing on there
2: i heard matt has that problem he can't go super deep i'm actually eating famous anus cookies not what'd you say one more time Fam- famous anus did you do that on purpose yeah famous i don't an- think you did anus i don't anus. think you did that's an N, famous anus. That's an M. No, it's not. It is. No. Actually, quite delicious. I, d- I do enjoy a famous anus once in a while.
0: I don't. I don't understand why you say the things that you say sometimes.
2: Anus. 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 It's a day. Yes, it is. Um, um, why wow, this is the worst
0: filibuster of all time? This is like. Like, historically bad.
2: Wait, what's what's the name of their trombone? What the fuck do they call the trombone? It's not Phyllis, is it? What the hell is the no, name of No,
0: God, I don't remember. And I I, I played the trombone. <laughs> was it rusty? Nope. Well, the one the <laughs> one I'm looking at over there is pretty rusty.
2: Oh, boo.
0: Because I have, like, six of them. That's pretty rust- good.
2: Six rusty trombones?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> one. I can only see the one.
2: One rusty trombone. What is that? <laughs> the 12 Days of Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lay that rusty trombone, Kevin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> rusty trombone.
3: Uh, I f- yeah. You know what? I'm
0: so old, I forgot what that even means in, like, Dirty Talk. What, rusty trombone? I don't want to know. Yeah, you do. Don't tell me. Nope. I'm sure I knew at one point. But I honestly don't remember what it
2: is, and I'm ah, okay with that.
0: I'm totally uh, okay with that.
2: You ever see? Um, oh God, you ever see oh, Full Metal Jacket podcast? <clears throat> you ever see Full Metal Jacket?
0: Yes, since, but not since like high school, maybe.
2: They talk about a reach around. Get you in the right frame of mind for. Yeah, us I don't to even know what really
0: home. that. Uh, well, I guess yeah, I know what that is. I guess, but I don't. I don't know what it means in terms
2: of the RT. Really? No, I don't know. And I don't want to know.
0: And I don't want to wow.
2: know. Wow. Uh, if you're in the chat, could you tell Kevin what a rusty trombone is? I'm
0: going to take this off the screen. I'm <laughs> going to go to Twitter.
2: <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. That's a I roll. roll. Don't need to know. Don't care. Roll. Don't care. Good God. What would you have for dinner tonight? Anything good? Uh, pizza, from where? Master, Master Pizza. Yeah,
0: there's a place in Livingston and a place in the Valley by Dylan's.
2: Oh, nice. The yeah, good so stuff. We,
0: yeah, yeah. It's um, it was leftover pizza. I just had to reheat it.
2: Oh, so.
0: no sausage, toppings? sausage and mushroom. But then I also got we have like deli cold cuts, so I just loaded up with like ham, salami, pepperoni. Really? The, oh, yeah.
2: Look at you being fancy with the leftovers.
0: I watch a lot of Food Network. I watch a lot of chopped. I watch a lot of, you know, guys' grocery games. I watch a lot of uh Food Paradise, Delicious Destinations, No Reservations. You know I'll the watch it all. I,
2: you know we were watching the other night over dinner? Oh, I, tell. I've never s I've never actually sat down and watched it before, but Beat Bobby Flay is such a fucking fun show.
0: I'm just getting into that now because it's a, like at the end of the day, I watch Chopped because it's a cooking competition show, and I enjoy it. Yeah, so like why I'm branching out into other cooking competition shows.
2: Well, that's and it. Like Bobby Flay, they get two people who battle, and then the winner gets to battle Bobby Flay. Yeah. it's Supermarket Steakout cool. It's a
0: good one. If you have, not, if you ever ever seen
2: that, and it's only half an hour. That's the great thing about it. You get two matchups in that half an hour. You're good to go. And Bobby Flay doesn't always win. Like he he loses.
0: Yeah, you but know? I feel like that's just like to fill like the the margin. You know what I'm I mean,
2: I guess, but it's cool because they don't tell the judges which dish is which. So they present them with the two judges at the end, of the two dishes at the end of the competition, <laughs> and then you just vote on the dish, and then the host will reveal right. who I'm, won the competition. I'm also
0: a big BBQ pitmaster guy. I yeah, I've that. seen that. That's pretty good. That's on Discovery, though. That's not on Discovery. Uh, i forget. Destination. Destination. Yeah, America. they
2: all, they all kind of blend together after yeah. a while. So they're all in like, that. Hallmark, it's like,
0: like travel channel banner banner
2: yeah if it's not the cooking shows it's like the um like the the house hunters or like you know like the fix it or sell it or whatever the fuck right the flea market like flip that. if you will yeah yeah but it's all that kind of shit you i'm know? a big
0: american pickers guy i love that show like yeah. and they just go try to like find like stuff like junk in people's houses and and try to sell it love that love um uh, like the survival shows, like dual survival, survivor man. Uh, ba- what
1: I, I can't go to the bathroom. What are you guys talking Matt,
0: about? I we said this was the worst filibuster the of all time. And I, we just got I, asked, through.
2: I asked Kevin what he had for dinner, and he told me it was an awesome pizza. And then, we, and then he started telling me that he was getting his ideas from, like, guys' grocery games and pitmasters and all these other cooking shows, and yeah. that's kind of how it went to we, me. I'm I not going to lie. We
1: struggled once you left. No,
2: that was fine. Like,
1: JR? You could have talked about wrestling. Her. I, I did no, mention it was a wrestling I wanted to podcast. ask
2: Kevin about Impact, and as soon as you were getting your fat ass up, you were like... I want to talk about Impact. Well, guess can't talk to Kevin about Impact. You gotta yes, talk to wait. Kevin about Impact. I watched it, so I could have jumped right back in. Sorry,
1: I don't get to take a pee break because I have to read the Patreons. We have outdated fucking commercials
2: that the fucking handjobs from the other shows on the network don't bother to send us. Well, well, I'm bro, sorry guys, if dude. talking about guys like Guy Fieri offends you so highly. You would think the fucking pizza conversations right in your wheelhouse. No, the last no. Thing you want apparently, is you do a pizza too much during the day. Jesus, relax.
1: God damn it. You fucking. We got to talk about your bathroom for forty minutes. Now you want to talk about fucking Food Network? Don't complain. Oh, yeah, when it's almost ten o'clock. Yeah, and
2: you weren't having fun fucking back and forth playing liners for twenty minutes either. That was okay, right?
1: I never said that. it's wrestling related. <laughs> Makes a good point, Tony. Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh.
2: Hey, what did you want to ask Kevin about Impact? Kevin, what about Impact? What, did you have
1: anything specific?
2: No, oh, I figured we were gonna do a three count about Impact, so I was gonna let you roll with the ball, but. Oh my fucking nuts itch.
0: Uh. <laughs> I'll tell you how all right. Well Tony, now I'll roll with I'll roll with the ball, which is a saying that he just
2: made. Oh, up. by the way, we also uh Kevin doesn't know what a rusty trombone is, so there you go. Oh, yeah, that came talked, up as well. We talked about that, yeah. Yeah, we talked oh. about Kevin's trombone.
1: Yeah. You should okay. uh you should ask for one. Well, well JJ I have Rhodes, one over there. JJ
2: Rhodes said he was sending a link, but we haven't gotten it yet. So all right, cool. All right, no. Kevin, talk about impact. All right, well,
1: Matt, you watched it, right? I did watch it. You know what? Harken back to Tony's conversation earlier about TV fourteen brown panty matches. Uh, Chelsea Green and Mickey Mickey James started their match off with lots of kisses. Yes, Ooh. but they played. They did a good thing
0: about playing that off about like the whole Trish Stratus Mickey James thing. So it was kind of like passing the torch to to do it, Matt. I don't passing know what you thought about torch. this match, dude. That I, you know what? I might start a segment, Matt. My All favorite right. wrestling match of the week. Oh. And this was my favorite wrestling match of the week. Really, Mickey James and I mean, maybe maybe it's because I just watched it like yesterday, but it, it's fresh. It's recency bias. I love this match, uh, and I love the feud that 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 uh, Chelsea and Mickey James have developed. Like I said, I called it too that Chelsea was eventually going to turn on Mickey, and she did. And now they're just having bangers. And then Mickey kind of walked out saying that you're only as good as your last match, and so I don't know if Mickey's taking some time off from. Uh, from the impact ski, but uh I don't know. But I love this match, and that that's like that's the
2: one count of it. Yeah, can I can I interrupt? Is Mickey James kissing women like a thing? I found that she kissed Jillian Hall at one point, she kissed um Allie catch. She <laughs> dude, like apparently, like she kissed uh uh Lisa Marie, like well, The whole Hardcore. thing started with Trish. I yeah, mean, maybe like before.
0: This- I mean she may have been doing she may have been doing that in like TNA before that. I
2: do
1: think, you have a problem with this?
2: I don't. I'm just surprised. Like there's just so much uh whatchamacallit. I th- oh, I think
0: it's awkward. like a I don't think it's like a, a point of her character, but I think it's like that like that second level of her character that like this has become a thing. So we're not gonna like super acknowledge it but we're also still gonna do it. Do she's you, also, if, she's if also she
1: was also countering Chelsea Green's mind games in this match and saying, that's not how you kiss a lady. This is how you kiss a lady. That's true.
0: Cause Chelsea green in her entrance, she does the, the kiss thing.
2: Oh my God. God bless Nick. Aldis. this God. Right. Oh, what a national treasure! What a national treasure. He is.
0: God bless broski. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) Uh, a couple things. First of all, I also would like to get back into, I, I really enjoyed myself today. Getting to watch all this wrestling that I don't usually watch, and I really am going to make an effort to watch the NWA, NML, and, uh, and Impact every week. If ML, if I turn MLW on next week and I see fucking Terry Funk and Dusty Rhodes wrestling, I'm never watching MLW again. I'll tell you that right now. All right, stop with the fucking bullshit from the past. Give me what you've already taped. Show me your fucking sixty-man battle royal with the fucking midget and the blue mini. All right, this Impact show was fucking. It was awesome. It was yeah. a great show. Pete, if you're sleeping, and I think I've said this before, and I'm sure Kevin has said it a thousand times, don't sleep on Impact, man. If you're fucking wasting your time watching three hours of Raw tonight, two hours of SmackDown, and you're fucking miserable, you're not enjoying it, bro, just take your find take two hours, whatever two hours you want, watch Impact, man. This was a good fucking show. The matches were solid, great stories. Although, not gonna lie, Kevin, that weird shit with Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie where they go Ma- to the head. Fucking weird, dude. That was Matt. That was my least favorite part of the show, and it was the longest part. So, to, okay, to, Tony, I'm gonna paint you a picture. It was Rosemary, bad. Tony. Rosemary wants to go find havoc. She's gone yeah. to the un. I wrote it down here to the, to the undead realm, undead realm, right? So she's bringing Ty of Valkyrie with her, uh, and very Rosemary is very strict. Instructions: Do not stray from me. Do not go into yeah, the wants, light. Don't go to light. Don't do anything stay with me. And Ty, they go into the undead realm, and Ty Valkyrie's acting like a bozo the clown, and then she hears some monster feeding on something, and she gets spooked, and then she wants to know she has some ridiculous question, and Rosemary starts talking about some nonsense, and Ty goes to the light. And finds. And she finds Havoc. No, but she doesn't find Ah, Havoc. We don't find out that it's not Havoc yet, Kevin, because then Rosemary follows into the light. And then right. Rosemary find and then she touches Havoc and Havoc turns around and Ty Valkyrie's like oh good now we're all here and she says Meet my friend Jessica. Jessica.
0: Yeah, so it's not it's not Havoc. Not Havoc. Well it's I mean it's Havoc. the same person,
1: but
2: Yeah, but it's just and Oh then, god but, is, and then that's is, how we is, end it. And it's just yes. like it's Is this a Joseph this thing? It might be. Well now jo- we're gonna get Jessica and she's normal.
1: Maybe.
0: Oh god, Tony! I think you froze.
2: I'm now frozen. I'm you know, no, back now. Uh, um,
0: but yeah, it, and it, Matt, it, this would have been cool if it, if it was like, I get the attempt, but like, dude, it was all in front of like a blatantly obvious green screen, like that, <laughs> like that's it, like you're you're, you're like we're so, like, it was like a 1980s like Land of the Lost, like TV show, where it just looked so cheesy and not. What impact used to do with like the Hardys or with like the the like the other stuff like that even like the uh, uh, the Fun House whatever that shit was the House of Fun that they did Um, it it was just like so Wrestler House Wrestler yeah Wrestler's House yeah it was just so bad and it was so long and Havoc they did a good job in their roles but it was just so brutal
1: uh i enjoyed the uh the violent by design recap and the match and the aftermath that we don't know if violent by design is on one page and we have started we're starting to see that sabin and shelly both have eyes for the impact world championship josh,
0: yeah and then they'll be fight they'll be fighting on thursday night to to see who fights uh josh alexander at emergence yep so uh, that that was good and the the Violent by Design stuff has actually started like a couple. I guess it started last week when Eric Young hadn't been seen since the last show. And then he, he comes out and blames them for, for all this shit. And it's like, it's, this, we used to say that this world belonged to us. And he's like, no, this world belongs to me. Diener and Joe Doring are trying to prove themselves. It's a, it's a pretty decent little story.
1: Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Macklin-James Storm was a very good match. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Post Post-match, post, post match, the lights go out. Sammy Callahan's in the ring, but Steve Macklin. He This was my favorite part of the Hallahan. show, Matt. He knows. Steve Macklin knows. So when the lights come on, Sammy's there with the barbed yeah. wire bat. Macklin's on the ramp. He don't want he knows. He knows what's coming. Dude, I loved that
0: so much. Cause like I was expecting it to be Callahan, but I was also still expecting Macklin to be in the ring. And then once I once I saw that he wasn't, he was back up on the ramp. I was like, dude, this is awesome. I loved it.
1: Uh we' <laughs> Oh boy. I'm going to throw this out there for you guys. We get a impact throwback, Ric Flair moment of the week. I I, I I skipped this. Lockdown 2010 looks fucking atrocious. I would love to watch this with you guys on Sunday. This Just is the main event.
0: This is the Bischoff Hogan era, right?
1: Yes, there is. The, 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 it's fucking bad. It's so fucking bad. I skipped it. Uh, uh Masha squashes Tenille, which was surprising, actually. I think that's just, I think, I think Tennille's got one, like, I think Tennille's just happy with what, you know, her role there, maybe. I don't know. They're building Masha, though.
0: Yeah, which is great. And then there were, uh, who was uh, uh, Eddie Edwards' wife and Alicia Edwards and um, the other girl were at at ringside, too, I believe.
1: I thought that that wasn't Madison.
0: Oh, yeah, Madison and the the other one, the the boy Shaw.
1: Yeah. Um, speedball, Mike Bailey cuts a promo. It's a good promo, but the dude creeps me the fuck out with the teeth? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Dude, I've been saying it for weeks. He's got the whitest teeth I've ever seen in my life. And it's like not even normal. His cadence really bothered me. And I know he's from Canada. It was just fucking weird. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and then the main event honor no more defeats the bullet club. Um, this Heath, was, this surprised me. I thought this was great. Heath attacks Vincent beforehand. Uh, which I guess they're
0: going with a Heath rogue trying to take out honor club. Yeah. As a TNA uh, guy or an impact guy.
1: Carl rocking that never open way championship was cool. Uh, nonstop action. Maria hits a low blow on gallows while they're going for the, uh, the magic killer. Then everyone hits their finisher. Uh, on Gallows and Taven finishes it with uh what, are the, what it's a frog splash. They call yeah, it like, a frog purple, purple euphoria or something. Here's one thing I noticed, and I want to ask both of you this. I looked at the was watching the crowd a lot. A lot of wrestling shirts, not a lot of impact shirts, though. Is that a problem? No, because I
0: think most of these people are probably wrestling fans that came to an impact show and not necessarily impact fans that came to an impact show. If that makes sense. Like and also like who knows well like shop impact is a thing I guess, but
1: I just I don't know if impact has lots of like
0: cool looking t-shirts? I don't know if they're I know like I, are they like the same way as AEW
1: is? Like no, they don't put They don't even put out near the amount of volume. But I mean,
0: are the they shirt. associated with pro wrestling tees? Like, AEW is essentially, AEW is pro wrestling tees. Like, Shop AEW is pro wrestling
1: tees. I think they have a store on. Like, and look, it, it was only the fans I could see. It wasn't like, but there was a dude, there was a dude by the entrance. He had a Seth freaking Rollins shirt on. And in the front row, there were like three kids that had the Bloodline t shirt on.
0: So, yeah, so that's to my point where they're probably wrestling fans because this was on the road. This wasn't, like, in, like, this. I think this was in Atlanta, I want to say.
1: Yes, it was at what's where they do uh, Center Stage.
0: Okay, all right. So, yeah, so this is probably wrestling fans that went to see Impact as opposed to maybe diehard Impact fans that went to see Impact. Why wouldn't
1: you, like, bring them T-shirts, though? What do you mean bring them? Like, why wouldn't Impact bring them, like, fucking impact t-shirts to, just to give away to wear yes that dude but, on the ramp in the seth freaking rollins shirt was in every fucking shot all night and he's there for all the tapings <laughs> right I mean, if he was there for the whole set of tapings he's in every fucking shot because they shoot it with the harm hard cam is across from the 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 ramp and he was standing he was in like the fifth row he stood the whole fucking time
2: i mean you, you think it's a situation where they're hoping like wwe fans will tune in and go like hey this guy's a wwe fan and he's here watching impact uh, maybe i should watch impact i
0: think that, i think that's a bit of a reach i just think it's like why are we going to give away why are we
1: going to give away stuff for free here right now i mean you're essentially giving away free advertisement for wwe are you I mean, it just takes one person to Google Seth freaking Rollins. I mean, if you're watching Impact Wrestling, you already know who Seth Rollins but is. But you can't assume that because there's people. Of course you can.
0: You can't WWE. assume the you can't assume the other way around. But you could a hundred percent assume that if you're watching Impact Wrestling, you've already watched WWE your entire life. I
1: I think that's completely opposite. I think you. I don't think you can assume that there. I bet you there's people. Look, we've talked to people. Gino Gotts never watched WCW in his whole fucking life different time different
0: day different
1: yeah but uh, why is it you don't like the wwe you watch impact Why because do you watch it's else? a
0: lot easier to find it's a lot harder to find impact wrestling than it is to find wcw for you it's harder to find impact wrestling well for gino gotts who lived in new jersey his whole entire life it's just as accessible as it is for me
1: right so look there's there's probably people who watched during the spike era when it was on spike tv and they just stuck with it i'm not saying it's their whole fan base but i'm sure there's people out there like that of course there's always I don't think it's enough to move any sort of needle or anything You can't like that. assume that everybody is that's watching wrestling is watching WWE. I think that it's a good
0: educated guess,
1: but you can't assume.
0: I I'd feel I'd be 90%, 90-95% positive that if you're watching Impact Wrestling, you already know who everyone on the WWE roster is.
1: I don't know man. We saw what happened when they brought all these people up from NXT and they didn't then WWE fans didn't know who they were. All right.
0: Again, no, that's I, so I I'm saying if you it. brought Impact guys to WWE, you wouldn't know who they were. Right, but but if you do... that, that but I'm saying that's the reversal of what of the No, point. but if when
1: Heath shows up, there's I bet you there's people that don't know who Heath Slater is. Okay, but we're comparing Heath Slater to Seth Rollins? I'm just saying you want to make sure that that five to ten percent that you have that just watches impact doesn't stray from from impact
0: all right. Well, then he Slater is getting over as a new character that you're just introduced to at uh, for the first time. That's it like so that he's he's an impact guy to you then if you've never watched it, right.
1: but that's what I'm saying. bring put these people in fucking impact gear then. It costs you nothing. The shirts are there. this guy's going to be on TV. For at least five and a half hours, with a fucking Seth Rollins t-shirt on, for not your company,
0: Tony. How do you feel about this? Am I like, like, am, am I, am I wrong in assuming that if you, if you're watching Impact, you already know who everyone in the biggest company in the world
1: is? Kevin, I think uh, Ryan answered your question. Tony is asleep. Uh,
2: I'm not asleep, Schlong. Stop it. Can I say? I don't understand, like, why it's such a big deal if I sit back and just take in what you guys are conversing about. I like, didn't make it. I just wanted to get your no, opinion no, on no, it. No, no, it's No, it's not you. It, it was just a, a Because I think thing. you're
1: the only one that has the ability to sit all the way back. That's
0: kind Yeah, I'm in, like, a, a, a picnic chair like, here. All right.
1: I, I guess that's like, fair. I do it, but I also move my mic. So when I do this, like, my mic is back here. You Well, go.
2: Ryan, if you're curious, like, one eye is already closed. So, I mean. You know, it doesn't take much for the other one to close. Sleep with know, one eye open. Closed. What? Ryan Schlong, clo- eyes were closed. Well, Ryan Schlong don't know. Go back and watch the video.
1: Maybe he's watching it on the big screen. Maybe streaming it to a smart TV. Right, so my,
0: my main point is that I don't think seeing people wearing WWE shirts at your show is going to affect anything.
2: I don't think it's ninety to ninety-five percent that Kevin thinks, but I do think that a large majority of people who are watching Impact are familiar with the yeah, WWE. Yeah, Impact is the show
0: that you it. seek is the show that you seek out when you want to watch wrestling because WWE is not on or AEW is not on.
2: I think it's, I think that's a fair assessment. I don't think it's as high as he said, but I do think that's a fair assessment.
0: I mean, I get your point too—that you want to have people representing your brand at the show. But I mean, are you going to give away T-shirts to everyone? Like, it's not like they're making money. Hand over fist, they're just going to no, give like, away shirts.
2: Look, I get Matt's point, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know if Impact really thinks that much about it. I don't honest. think they care. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, see, yeah,
1: I mean, I may be overthinking it, but I couldn't. It was annoying me the whole time I was watching.
2: But I mean, if you tune into MLW, like there's shirts from everywhere, all over MLW. They
1: you know, I don't give a shit about fucking MLW. Well, there
2: you go. What?
1: They fucking spent all their money to bring in a fucking tiny person. You think I give a shit the tiny person against the Sandman? I don't. Care.
2: Now, now you see JJ agrees with you. He says, "Get the guy a shirt. I I'm, I'm with you T squared, but I like yeah. I, I agree with Kevin. I just don't think that impact gives a shit."
0: Yeah, it's like it's to me it's like, if that's what you're focusing on then
2: What are you laughing about? What fucking happened off camera there? So, uh, yeah,
0: who when why why is T squared? What's T squared?
2: Matt with two T's? T
0: squared? That's a reach. No,
1: Do no, You have the memory of a goldfish. Remember that was the gimmick. Oh, oh yeah. my God! Something yeah. just came out of the Yo, light. Oh my God! Behind Why you. is God? Maybe in it was havoc. House. Maybe it was tired. Oh dude. my God!
0: Don't go to the light, Matt. Don't go to the light. <laughs> what the so, hell is that?
1: So Nelly has a propensity to open the our our double doors up here. She will just push them open because she has to. So we have to uh, use a small, tiny um, bungee cord to keep the doors from opening because if she opens them and then Muda comes up here, then we have another situation where she gets a scratch on the eye and it costs me a lot of money and it's a pain in the ass. So Rhiannon was up here before, and when she left, she bungeed the outside of the door. So when I got up to take a pee and go get another drink, I went to push the doors open. And guess what? The doors flew back and hit me in the face.
3: Oh, they boy. were bungeed
1: out here. Well, Rhiannon just came upstairs to go inside. I bungeed them on the other side because I didn't want her opening the doors. Uh, Nellie, not my wife, uh, I didn't want Nellie opening the doors. <laughs> while I was doing the podcast
2: <laughs> right on cue. Holy
1: shit! <laughs> so she just came up here and tried to open the doors, and she had to.
0: But how did the light go on?
1: Uh, She maybe ran to put put the light on in the bathroom. I have no idea. Uh,
0: Okay, but anyway, back to this.
1: Impact doesn't even supply their talent with their own shirts. Boom. Okay, it was was just bothering me. I I was looking at things from like a bigger picture, you know. No, I get it. Find a find a podcast like The Shining Wizards, and we'll send you fucking shirts, and you can uh, hand them out to people. It's better than wearing WWE
2: stuff. Well, yeah, get, mean, Russ, I, get, some... get get Russ on the line. See if he wants some shirts. He's Ross. your boy, Ross. Whatever yeah, that guy's no a guy. Speaking of handies, what about uh, New Japan? New Japan Oh
1: Real quick, because I know I know we got our rewind, and that's going to be a lot of fun. But the G one started. Um, it started Saturday. 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 So we're doing it's a different concept. It's four blocks, four blocks. of seven. So everyone's only gonna have six matches. Uh in the past it's been two blocks of ten where everyone would have nine matches. Yeah. And they played that up as a big deal, where like if you lose like one or two matches, you might be Dunski. Oh yeah, it's a huge deal, man. Um, but the the G one started, it's my favorite time of the year. I I got to to watch both nights last night. I fast forward through all the fucking guys. Yeah, gone. the non block matches. I did too. Yeah. But I watched I, the. I think I watched the
0: Jay White Chase Owens tag match. I think, and that was it. Yeah,
1: you fa- look, I fast forward through the Gaga. Yes, there's stories that they're telling to advance the matches in the G1. I'll tell you what, though, if you miss night one, Kev, definitely go out of your way. Okada Jeff Cobb was fucking awesome. As was Osprey and uh, El Fantasma. I'll watch it tomorrow. And there, was there one more from night one that I really enjoyed? I don't know. I watched night two. Fuck! Hold on, give me one second to think about this, because I know Night 2, I know the main event was Juice and and so Shingo, which it I yet. thought had like a weird, it seemed to finish abruptly. No, I think, they, I think they told a good story in the match. They told a great story, I just felt like the finish just kind of happened. Well, because he, he kept trying to go
0: for, I don't know what his finishing move is called, Juice Robinson's, but it's like the... like the, the
1: pulp, pulp Friction.
0: Yeah, and he tried to go for it a bunch of times and he couldn't get it, and then he finally did get it.
1: And, uh, uh, I thought uh, Tai Chi and Big Tom, that first match, I was like, how are you going to fucking follow this?
0: Well, I'll tell you why. Because they put like any time like a Big Tom match is on, it, you know what exactly what kind of match it's going to be. And they even kind of, uh, I watched the, did you watch the, I, I watched the English version of the commentary, obviously. Yes,
1: of course, always.
0: So, uh, so they said this match is good. They are, they set the table, Kevin Kelly and uh, God, Chris Carlton. They set the table saying this is going to be a, a phys- as physical of a match as you've ever seen. And it was, and there was a lot of like strong style, like, uh, like sumo type shit, and it was just I, I don't I don't necessarily like all Ishi's matches because it's just like hey punch me then I'll punch you then punch me then I'll punch you then I'll kick you then you'll kick me and and we'll see who's tougher and then someone's gonna get the upper hand eventually, but I agree man I love I never, I never I don't know a whole lot about Tai Chi. And I didn't realize he was billed as, like, this big physical dude. that. But he, he went toe-to-toe with, with Ishii and, and won. So, I'm big a fan, big fan of Taichi. Like, to me, like Ishii is, like, like to me, he's unbeatable unless your name is, like, Okada or Naito or, you know, maybe even, like, an Osprey. Like, I, I don't know enough about New Japan, but when I see Ishii, I'm like, oh, this guy's never losing. That's like,
1: the, and I, th- I think that's the fun of the G1. Uh, I remembered the rest of Night 1 now. Hanare beat fucking Tanahasho. Tony, how do you feel about that?
2: Fucking Hanomania, And no, not
1: Hanomania, dipshit. Aaron <laughs> Hanare from the United Empire, the young Australian kid.
2: Oh, fuck that guy.
1: He fucking beat Tanahasho. He beat Tanahasho. Big win for him. Good Big good for win. Him. And Jay White beat Sonata. Uh, ironically enough, I was watching with Rhiannon. And she saw Sonata put Jay White in the paradise lock and she was like, You know, that's not real. He can get out of that. I'm like, no, come on, I'll put you in the paradise lock. Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> was, that's what we'll call it.
1: She wasn't having it. Uh Yano beat um uh the debuting Jonah with his with his chicanery. That was win's night two win. though. Yeah, that's night two. Yeah. Yeah, wins a win. Don't get caught. I watched in. that match.
0: I that was that was I didn't know how to feel about that match, Matt.
1: That's how the Yano matches are, man. It's yeah, I get like, it out of the way because you want. I think they want to give Jonah the the platform to to shine and come off as the beast that they portrayed him as. But Yano is all all Gaga and, and yeah, nonsense.
0: right. And, I, and and I'm not a big Yano guy. Um, and I it's, when I was watching this match, like just on entrance alone, I was like, you know what, Jonah could win this thing. Like I was like really thinking that like he could win the whole thing. Like again, I have no idea what their storytelling or their booking is, or I, I don't watch New Japan Strong in, in in the states, so I don't know. But then like after the match, I was like, yeah, maybe not. Maybe he's just there to.
1: Nah, that's that. That's that. This the 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 thing with the G one is the way it's booked. It's 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 round robin, so the wins yeah. count. They don't really. So like Hanari beating Tanahashi is it's huge but that might be his only win of the tournament. Oh and God. That thing, was, yeah. Yeah. But that's just the the, the way the booking yeah. is. And then post post G one, they kind of, you can put the United empire against chaos or, or whatever you want to do. Uh, same thing with, you know, Yano, Yano always ekes out a win here and there. Like last year, Chase Owens beat Okada, I think in the fucking G one. God, you got to respect. You got to respect new Japan for stuff beat, like that. Cause that would, would never go, That would never have. I mean, Maybe, like you, you maybe, have, it was, like, maybe it was Tanahashi. I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah, well, either way. Oh, yeah, Tamatanga beat, Tama beat Okada last year. All
0: right, well, Tamatanga is a little bit more believable than Chase Owens. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but you, you know. get, like,
1: that's the part, the, you know, as yeah. we get, I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it with the four blocks, but as we get more into the tournament, you know, they're going to play in the factor of, you know, the beating this guy took. Like, yeah, Kenta yeah, and Zack Sabre Jr. beat the dog shit out of each other.
0: That was a gr that was a that was a phenomenal match. I really enjoyed that. I mean, that's a Zack Saber Jr. match, like right. That's like an Akenta match. Like that's just like technical wrestling. Like, but then yo, Zack Saber was loud as hell in that match. Screaming, calling people, calling well, like a- just slinging this insults and all that crap.
1: Well, that's how they they have to they they're still not allowed to vocally cheer. The, in the Japan. They, can only, they can only clap. So like if you want, if you get a chance to watch night one, Jay White Sonata, Jay White talks the whole fucking match, trying yeah. to get the crowd to chant Sonata, but as he's doing it, they're clapping to it, and kind of cheering Sonata on. So it, it's you have to get creative, but
0: yeah, I didn't know that. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah,
1: so that's uh the New Japan in a nutshell. Uh, the G One's going on. A uh, couple weeks, I'll be recording our, uh, or excuse me, my. Bread Club episode of the G1 somewhere in the middle, probably not this Monday, but the Monday after. A little, uh, yeah. little something, something with my man Kieran over there at wrestling. So if you're not subscribed to Fightful Overbooked, uh, please do so. Um, yeah, and- man,
0: I'm, I'll tell you right now, like I say this all the time, but like I don't watch New Japan all the time, but when I do, it's always a freaking pleasure. Like I'll watch like tomorrow at work, I'll probably watch night
1: one, like I'll yeah, have night on the one's- monitor. Like, night one's a, a, it's a great, great show.
0: I mean, I again. I'll probably fast forward through like the, the yeah. Skip all that six, every six man match that there was.
1: Yeah, like, skip all that bullshit. Once just I get realized that you. that was
0: it, I was like, "Dude, I'm like, what am I watching? Is this one of these like off nights where there's nothing that's of real import?" And then yeah. I like I skipped, I skipped, and then I and then I realized that there will be. Yeah, of they'll do that
1: there. until we get to like the last like week of the tournament. Then they'll have just all tournaments. And now games. the next
0: the next night is the 20th. Yes, and then the 23rd. Uh, yeah. I believe I think, so, because I think that's when Jay White fights again, I think.
1: Yeah, I think between Wednesday and Sunday, I think there's only three shows. Dude, I'm I'm in. Matt, I'm in. I love it. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. I'll Let's tell you it. what I was in on. Uh-oh. T-Donk's Wizards Rewind. He went uh, to the well uh, again and gave us uh, a wonderful recommendation. I, I had my doubts at first. And then, uh, you know what? After after I had so much fun watching uh, the last wizardry Rewind that Tony suggested, even though I was a little butthurt by the Hart Foundation losing the tag titles, right. when he gave us this the other day, Superstars of Wrestling from June 13th, 1987, I was all in, and I pulled it up on the Daily Motion today, I threw it up on the TV in the living room, and uh, I had myself a hell of a time. June 13th, 1987?
0: Yeah, yep. I just it just turned four years old. Look at that.
1: Little Kevin, I, were you were you watching?
0: Oh I, I was tuned in, man. I was I was blogging about it too. I was, I, I
2: was 13.
0: Did a podcast too. I was five.
2: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I did. Uh, Tony, why did you pick this particular superstar? Yeah, please, no. Bro, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Defending the intercontinental title against the honky tonk man. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Look, that's exactly why I picked the last show because it was Heart Foundation and Strike Force. And then you just get the gold that surrounds that matchup. And yeah. there was, I would say this was about a 0.95, whereas the last time the last show we watched was really loaded because Survivor series was around the corner. I think this one paid off in spades as well. We got totally. this, a lot of interesting stuff. There was a show,
0: lot man. of fun stuff on this show. And 100%. Like you may, and like, I think it can't be understated. Honky Tonk Man beat Ricky Steamboat for the Intercontinental chi- title and started the longest Intercontinental Championship reign that I think we've seen to this day.
2: Yeah, I think it is to this day. I was thinking about that earlier. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that record's been surpassed, actually. It's, I don't
0: think it has. I don't think it has. It's tough to, to know in you know, the modern era, it's really tough to actually know. I don't think it has. So no, I don't think it has either.
2: So here's here's the interesting thing. We start off with an awesome match. How's this for jobber names? John K-9, who, if you remember, was profiled on the dark side of the ring this past season.
1: And Tony, he was... he's from Romania?
2: Is he from Romania? Is that where they
1: booked him from? That's where he was billed from.
2: But he's That's... Canadian. He was from Canada. Yes. But that was so weird, like, from romania and i was like oh who's from romania johnny canine and that didn't his, sound right at all listen don't don't short sell dusty wolf his tag partner jobber extraordinaire in the 80s in the WWF. oh i'll get to that taking on the british bulldogs dude i i don't know about you guys johnny canine was getting a lot of offense in here on davy boy smith like he was like working
1: i got i got a couple things i want to ask you here okay did Davey always walk Matilda?
2: Yes, because Dynamite didn't want fuck all to do with Matilda. I believe that's uh, true.
1: I had a I got a book because he pets Matilda at one point. No, Matilda, he does, but Mat- Matilda chases K nine out of the ring,
2: which is weird because they're both dogs.
1: Yes, right. um, his offense, but they did like that leapfrog thing where they were way too close, and K nine definitely clipped Davey in his ding dong, and then he rolled out of the ring.
2: Yeah, he shit canned himself on that one. That was fucking hilarious.
1: I wasn't even there.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, I wrote down Bruno sucks on commentary.
2: No, Bruno was awesome because he's like, I think he lost his balance oh, and he just got tossed out
1: of the ring. I thought it was good. Uh, here we go. Vince thinks Matilda is the one and only reason for the bulldog's success. His words, his exact words. I'll give you. I'll give you one better. Jesse Ventura called her an attack dog. Well, she is like
0: a little, a little freaking bull, a little American or British bulldog is, is, is a, is a dangerous attack dog.
2: Well, for sure, man. When, when Davey boy would get her in the ring, she started chasing everybody out. Ask, ask Slick about him. I think, I think at one point when, when they wrestled, I forget who it was. Uh, Slick just fucking peeled out over the top rope, like dove, like the fucking, like the Yeah, Slick was
0: good him. selling for Matilda. Actually. That's, that's a good
2: point. Uh, here's the odd thing. The finish Davey boys, the one that hits the top rope head button, gets the pin. That's a fucking dynamite move. Did that surprise either one of you?
1: I didn't No, I didn't even notice it to be honest with you. I felt like, uh, Davey looks super annoyed after the match. Like so annoyed. Like when they like, when they were like together and the ref was going to raise their hand, like they weren't even facing the fucking camera. Like Davey yeah. was fucking pissed. All right. So this is
0: 87. This is probably they're still there in 88 right because they that, had
2: the second survivor series Cause yeah they were because i think
0: i think they i think uh dynamite that was, this was mustache dynamite i think so they were still there so i i wonder if the the wheels were coming off
2: it's possible yeah. they had very sporadic uh appearances after 87 no like they they because then don't forget the rougeaux's come in in 88, and that starts that whole fucking wheel going. Oh, so
1: they're
0: 100% there in 88 then.
1: Yeah, in, if they're uh, there yeah. at 88 for the surfi- surf...
0: for, for, surf, for cyber series. Survivor Series. Sir Fluffer Flucker. I think that was it for them, right? I think it might be. I, I think, think so. you're right. I mean, I mean, sans, like, tapings or live events that... Like, Hogan left in 93 at, after King of the Ring, but he still went on a tour.
1: Yeah, that was their last match, the okay. Survivor Series. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Wolf, you hit it.
2: Well, we go from the British Bulldogs to Craig DeGeorge, who's interviewing the superstar Billy Graham. Yo, this
0: guy. is what I did not expect to see.
2: Now, you see, honestly, truthfully, I was hoping, deeping, uh, deep diving into this stuff, that I was going to find the episode of Superstars where they actually showed Billy Graham in surgery. They did that back then. Oh, they did, and I remember this clear as day. They actually showed the uh, the surgeons cutting into his leg. You got the overview, like with him like hitting with the mallet to try to get the hip in place. It was wild shit. The stuff they showed on on Superstars back then was crazy.
0: So, so Tony, let me ask you this: like, what about? superstar billy Graham made him think that like i need to be among- i need to be amongst the snakes the scorpions i need to be in the desolate i need to be here to get myself back together daddy and i need to hear the roar of the crowd
2: there's actually another part of the interview where he drops the uh he drops the walker by accident and he's like he's pulling himself up and he's like no i got to climb the hill i'm going to conquer it i'm going uh, i What's wish
1: like a- i wish i'd seen him drop the walker and hit his fucking face on a rock
2: that's not now now would
0: have taken the Walker and thrown it down like into the fucking Canyon. I
2: wrote, so here's, here's the wrote, other <laughs> funny thing, right? I wrote special Greg, did. De, Greg, did George special report.
1: Fuck Billy Graham. What the fuck? A Walker in the desert snake, Scorpion's heat, desolation,
2: old footage of him with the title. Fuck this guy. Now I was kind of surprised that they pulled the old footage out. That was one of my notes. I, I like, especially since Billy Graham was a heel when he was a champion. You know, Bro, was,
1: he had hip surgery, and they had a cast on his whole fucking leg, like it was an '80s movie where he got in a fucking motorcycle wreck.
2: Yeah, it's well, kind of weird, right? Isn't
1: Roddy Piper's scar on his hip surgery like? Isn't that on his
0: like upper thigh? Yeah, but dude,
2: yeah, they but, had a they, they had that footage of him. He had a cast all the way down. It
1: was covering his whole foot. Yeah, Just, you're, like, no, you're right. I <laughs> were sticking out. He's going, I gotta raise my
2: leg. Uh, oh, uh, uh, don't don't hold your breath. Uh, one more. I got to do one more. <laughs>
1: fuck you, Billy Graham, you dickhead. Dude, this
0: is this was a hell of a show for freaking promos, man.
2: I'm telling you, man, these old these old uh superstars. Fuck, 45 minutes without commercials and they're fucking packed, dude. You know what we get next? Holy shit. This dude, I don't know how do you pick a dude that don't speak the English language to do a fucking commercial for you? outback jack speaks english bro i didn't understand a fucking word he said except for superstar <laughs> bars. and jesse fucking lost his mind he's like did you watch him eating it he's got no teeth he left half the bar on the stick <laughs> and it's so oh funny like God. imagine
0: like you're a wrestler that doesn't have a superstar bar eating a superstar bar like there's no chance outback jack had a superstar bar here's
2: no uh he- here's something interesting so the next match is Eric Cooper and SD Special Delivery Jones. Can I, so I cut you off, D- Tony? Go ahead.
0: When since, since whenever did enhancement talent get graphics? Their names. It was uh, the Islanders versus Cooper and Jones, or
2: Jones and Cooper. Like, yeah, who, they like- used to. You know what that is? That's something they used to do on primetime Wrestling with Heenan and a Monsoon. I was not expecting it here. That's the same type of graphics here. They really didn't do that on superstars. So that makes this another fucking weird thing.
0: It was literally, it just said like Jones and Cooper. Like I, when I saw that, I assumed it was going to be SD Jones, which is yeah. okay. Cause SD Jones was, you know, an upper enhancement guy. He was upper. But like, who,
2: yeah. But like who
0: the heck is Cooper? Yeah. Like, and then it was like, then I saw him like, Oh, Eric Cooper. Yeah. still
2: have no idea who that is. Here- and, sd jones here's something that was telling right so sd jones no sold something popped up and hit a body slam i think it was on tama it was early in the match the crowd pops but if you're watching the crowd in the background they don't fucking move so you know they're sweetening shit for this match right you know, they don't probably like in- hour
0: four out of five of that they're sitting there,
2: yeah. But like the point is, like, they didn't do it for like the hearts and the uh and you know, strike uh, force, yeah, strike force. You know, the last episode that we watched, but they did it here, and we also got the Can Am connection on an insert because apparently the islanders turned on them. We'll get to it later. They get an actual Yo, this interview Can- later. This superstars of Can Am, yeah. It was it, they, they were on this a lot, um. Dude, the fucking ending, right? SD Jones comes in to break something up, and they shit can him, and he fucking flew over the top. <laughs> he fucking was like arms and legs out like he was doing a fucking plancha. He fucking tough. flew. So Eric Cooper takes a fucking gut buster, and then he gets hit with the double head. Another match ending with head butts. This time the Islanders.
0: I got to go oh. back and watch. because I don't remember the Islanders turning heel by turning on the
2: Can-Am Connection. I don't either. I really don't either. I, yeah, I wrote it in, it in my
1: notes. Uh, you know, with Heenan is new, few weeks old. Can't have connection in the match promo, worst promo. <laughs> I and then they do the voiceover. Fink's like, "Come to Worcester, and you're going to see June 29th." The selling your selling point is JYD and the tag team of Billy Jack Haynes and Ken. And Patera. Ken Patera. Are you yeah. fucking serious? I said, "Is that a seller?" Well, th- I think I feel like that was.
0: I think that was par for the course back then. Like, n- not everyone was Hogan and you know. No, I Andre. mean, look,
1: they did the voiceover during the first match, and it was at least was Jake versus the Honky Tonk Man, July.
2: Yeah, 11th but, yeah, Boston but you Garden. didn't know at that point. Yeah, but that Honky Tonk Man thing?
0: wasn't the champ. That, I'm sorry, Tony. Yeah, yeah no, no, he wasn't I
2: mean, at that point. But that that's setting that up. Like now, you got a title match on your hands. Going yeah. out for that one. And but
0: no, they, uh, they going back to the hon- they they like, Honky Tonk Man won the belt, but. They made it seem like he didn't deserve it, and it was a
2: major, major, major oh, yeah. upset. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll I know, but that. yeah. We'll I, yeah. Uh, uh, I wrote
1: uh, Haku thr- thrust kick, beautiful double head putt finish. Yuck. Oh, yeah. Bruno still stinks.
2: Well, I mean, it's the Islanders, though, head butts. You know, they got hard heads. That's kind of the gimmick. We, we we get into that later with JYD. That's coming, too. Uh Speaking of Can-Ams, apparently we go to the back. This is Mean Gene's first interview of the show with the Can-Am connection. Fucking... <laughs> I just put Rick with a shit interview. Holy cow, Rick Martell was terrible on the fucking microphone, dude. Here. Oh my god,
0: it was god. bad. It was like the worst. Like, and I get it. It's nineteen eighty-seven. You can't cut and re- redo it. Cut, redo it. Cut, redo it. That, but that might be the worst promo no, I've ever heard in my life. You and can. Tom Zink didn't do many favors by. No,
2: you can. But I think that might have been like, well, this is as good as it's gonna fucking get. By the way, real quick, you brought up the announcement for Wooster with the show coming up. Billy Jack Haynes and Ken Patera didn't form an official team until that November episode that we watched. Because yeah. yes. remember yeah. they were fighting with, they were feuding with demolition at that point. Right. So yes. this was like fucking like, let's test it out on the fucking, on the house shows and see how it goes. So I guess random. it did well enough where they fucking pumped it out. That's wild it's, shit.
0: It's so random. Yeah. Like I would never put them together as a, as a team.
1: Oh, weird. Right. I said, mean gene hyping Boston beefcake, Johnny V Tito, butch Reed, Cam Am, uh, can Am Islanders. Martel's promo sucks, but the hair, Zink, no better. Yeah, exactly.
2: No, I think Zink was a little better. No, he was. No, he. He, was, Just he kept looking at the ground, and he kept like, he he was bad. Yeah. He, then you wonder why he fucking quit. He was like, yeah, fuck this. It's
1: <laughs> like so, yeah. let me go hang out with El Gigante. Yeah. That's all. But then that. that's why Jim Ross says
0: that Tom Zink didn't give a shit. And, all right, uh, let me
2: ask you guys a question. Were you disturbed that they showed this fucking footage from Predator where Jesse Ventura is just slaughtering everybody with this gun? No. I
0: I love Predator.
2: Yeah, but this is a fucking Saturday morning show that's targeted to, like, kids because, you know, kids are watching the wrestling. All I wrote was, holy shit, this was violent. He must have killed, like, at least a dozen people in this fucking footage.
1: I wrote, uh, I wrote... While we were having our TV 14 conversation, I flipped to this page of my notebook. I went, TV 14? Kids watching Saturday morning. This is fucking wild. Bro, he, they show him. He loads the fucking gun up. Yep. And he is out there just yeah, blowing fuck. motherfuckers away. Yep. Um, it's the 80s, right? Yeah. yeah it's, fucking
0: wild. But, like, but I mean, they, they also marketed Rambo to kids in the 80s.
2: No, I
1: I get it, but, like...
2: Yeah, they had Rambo action figures and everything. Yeah, yeah. I had
1: them all. It's twenty twenty two though. I'm watching this going. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm fucking five years old. I'm watching this with the old man at fucking eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah,
0: I'm usually I'm usually right there with you on on this sort of stuff. Like I'm usually like aging, like timing is like makes you think differently. But I had no, I I didn't think of that at all when I watched it. I was like, all right, cool.
2: Dude, I don't even think we're 15 minutes into this show. There's still so much more to go through, man. This is a fucking packed show. We get the return. I don't know where the oh, fuck he went. I wrote tonight, the same thing. Of JYD and Terry Gibbs. I just want to say the greatest line ever was Jesse Ventura
0: was like, I know I'm a movie star because Bruno Sammartino asked yes! me for an autograph. And yes! And they didn't good, give it to him.
1: Good call. Good call. I forgot it, about that. It wasn't
0: until that point. I didn't... I didn't realize Bruno was on commentary this entire time <laughs> until he said that. That Bruno started chiming in on stuff. And then when when uh we'll get to that part later in the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there.
2: Yeah. Um, I have punched to the head, Durr. Terry Gibbs tries punching JYD in the head. Uh he gets the headbutt. Dude, he gave Terry Gibbs a lot in this match. Like Junkyard Dog, you know how he does the falling headbutt, Gibbs moved out of the way, Gibbs went for an elbow, moved out of the way. The only thing I was disappointed in. JYD didn't do the fucking headbutts on the ground. You know, he would get on all fours, give the headbutt, do the pat, roll over, do another headbutt. They didn't have that in this match. Uh he wins with the power slam. And uh all I brought in bunch of kids who can't dance for shit. He brought in a bunch of fucking idiots from the front row to dance with them. They were fucking terrible. I wrote all these dumb kids dancing. <laughs>
1: You guys are sad. They kept saying like he's back. I don't know where he went. And then they kept saying he's bigger. And at one point, I th- I don't because now, like hindsight, we listen to all these podcasts and are like he didn't take care of himself and he ate a like a hundred dollars worth of vending machine stuff. Jesse tries to put over like he's in the gym, right? But Vince just keeps saying he's bigger. And even yeah. fucking marble mouth fucking Bruno, who's I don't know who's harder to understand, Outback Jack or Bruno. Tries to put over that he's bigger and stronger. Did
2: you did yeah. you notice they were trying to talk like he was working his head too? Like, how do you train your head? <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I noticed that too, Tony. Like they said, like not only does he look like he's been in the gym, but his head looks like it got bigger. <laughs> and then, like, and then they, and then the fact that they don't do the headbutt spot was just like, why, why mention his his head being? Yeah, it was larger weird. than uh, he was, It was uh... very bizarre.
2: And he wasn't around for long in '87, was he? I think he went back to WCW at some point too, didn't he? At, around this time, or was that later? I think that was
0: later. He probably went maybe like to the territory, like maybe like Memphis or something like that. Or well, I J- don't know. I'm just speculating. Jyd
2: wasn't at WrestleMania four, right? Like I think he was at Survivor Series, and that was it for him. No,
0: I don't even know if he was at Survivor. Series. He
1: was at SummerSlam '88. lost by DQ to Rude. Wait, wait, what SummerSlam was that? '88, '88. Wow! Really?
0: Yeah, he was. He wasn't on a team at Survivor Series '88, and then no, so but he. he wasn't I, I, I don't think he showed up to WCW like WCW until no, the '90s, like right? '91, like '91, '92. He was in.
1: He showed up at the NWA uh, Clash of the Champions 4 in 1988 to save, like Ron to save Ron. Was that a, no? That wasn't a save. Ron okay, Simmons so
2: maybe thing. he was. Maybe he was part of NWA. Maybe he went back to NWA at that point. It's
1: possible.
0: I just remember him coming back, where like Ron Simmons. Was in trouble, and then he came out of the crowd.
1: That was a uh, Super Brawl two in ninety two, uh, yeah. when Abdullah was attacking Simmons. But he had been in. He went to the NWA in eighty eight, and then at some point they became WCW. Right, and he won six man tag team gold with Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich.
2: Well, there you yeah. go. Because when Sting
0: hell? wins the belt, Junker Dog is right there, it, like as, as the babyface the babyface uh, entourage helping them celebrate.
2: We get uh Mean Gene again in the back interviewing the outlaw Ron Bass, who's no. got Miss Betsy with him this time.
1: This is Miss Betsy's
2: debut, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: You have respect when you talk about something like this. Oh mama. It, was, it
2: wasn't a bad interview. Like, he was
0: okay. It was probably the best one of the show, which isn't saying uh... much.
2: You know what?
0: What you gonna give the demolition one a nod?
2: Well, we'll get to it. I I might just just we'll get we'll get to it. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else on that one, Matt. Otherwise, we can move on.
1: No, I I want Mean Gene Ron Bass. He's got a whip. Miss Betsy debut.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, next matchup: Leaping Lanny Poffo and Scott Casey, another jobber extraordinaire, take on the new dream team of Greg the Hammer Valentine and Dino Bravo.
0: Scott Casey wasn't a Survivor Series match. And yeah, until yeah. like a year later. Yeah. So he uh, was still.
2: Well, there. here's the other thing, right? So like we get a poem about Jesse Ventura and Predator, which was sort of like it was sort of boosted Jesse, but then still called him a meanie. So it was kind of like whatever. Yeah, it didn't really it didn't really make sense. And Vince McMahon was like, ha
0: ha 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 got him. He's but, like, no, nothing he said was super insulting. He
2: can suck his own dick.
0: Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> nothing that he said in that in that poem was, like... He didn't have
2: he, to hire an intern, God damn it. He's the ah, wrestler. If you taught me man. that, I would have seen
1: him million. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <Kev>. Talk <laughs> no, So here right. we go. Like,
0: it just didn't make... It didn't seem that, like, offensive where Vince McMahon had to, like, laugh, like, hysterically. Like, he buried Ventura. It was, like, the most benign burial ever.
2: So here's the crazy thing about this match, right? Scott Casey controlled a lot of this match. He was giving fucking arm drags and hip tosses to Dino Bravo. He was looking like a million bucks. So he gets, he gets some fucking down. Lanny Poffo comes into house of fire, goes up and hits the moonsault right away. It's like, holy shit. Even Jesse's like, whoa, we almost had a major upset here. And then fucking Poffo gets cut off with the kick from, from Valentine on the outside. The side suplex finishes for Bravo, but dude, fucking the the amount of office that Casey and Poffo got it, you almost maybe for a second thought, holy shit, they're gonna beat these guys, which was fu- which made the fucking match good to me. I'm you shaking your head. No, I wrote down Scott Casey Arm Drag Machine. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. insane. Kev, what you got? I was wondering, like,
0: because the way that Lanny Poffo like went after Jesse Ventura in his promo for no other reason other than they just showed the the thing i'm like are they like was there a jesse ventura lanny poffo feud that i didn't that i never knew about no no
2: i think like like what was the point of that then probably just to get the plug out for predator to to put jesse over and you're gonna
0: have lanny poffo do it
2: he's the fucking poet laureate of the world wrestling federation bro
0: yeah no it was good i I listen it was it, it was it was fun but again it wasn't like a promo that like it wasn't a poem that, like, totally buried Jesse.
2: Well, we don't get Piper's Pit. We don't get the Body Shop. We get the Snake Pit with Jake Dude. and Snake Roberts. it out Hillbilly Jim and Little Beaver. All right. I didn't realize that – I mean, I, I sort of remember that the Hillbilly Jim, King Kong, Bundy feud continued. I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't remember that Little Beaver was still being brought into this. They showed footage from WrestleMania 3 with Bundy dropping the elbow. No – The common misconception is that Bundy, like, splashed him, which he didn't do. He just dropped an elbow on him. And uh, Little Beaver was an okay promo. At first, I hated it, and then I watched it back again. It was kind of like, all right. I mean, he called him a fat you-know-what, but whatever. And uh, Bundy's a big coward. That's all I got from it. No, Hillbilly Jim had a good
0: line before, like, the the music started playing, and Hillbilly Jim's like, it takes a big toad.
1: big horse to pull a big load i wrote it down kev
0: look at that i thought that was a great line so hillbilly so shout out to hillbilly jim man that was a great line i thought
1: my uh my memory of the snake pit is very foggy this was not they were not all like 90 seconds long were they
2: i they weren't all terribly long
1: well didn't hockey talk man like debut
2: on the snake pit not debut but fucking leveled jake and that yeah. led to wrestlemania 3 which also according to uh you know jake led to his pill problems and alcohol problems and all that other stuff I
0: thought I thought honky I thought honky was a babyface his first time on the snake pit
2: He may have been
0: Pretty I you'd sure. have to go
2: far back I don't I don't remember that but it's completely possible I think he was
0: But again that's just me but I thought I thought like I said that that line like completely like and, and Jake's like Jake the Snake has like a, a tank top on and like jeans like he's like going like, like where like where's he going
2: like what is yeah it, it, like, typical eighties look 80s, tank top and the acid wash jeans there you yeah. go I think he even had the little fucking earring didn't he like the the dangler. And then like the snake oh, yeah.
0: you keep seeing like and the best from Jake was like he went to Little Beaver and was like I'm going to keep him away from you because he could like literally yeah, like fucking... like choke out Oh Little for Beaver. sure,
2: for sure St- fucking, he wouldn't stand a chance Um, This is weird knowing what's coming up, we get a promo from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat about being on a natural high and not doing drugs
1: It's a PSA, Tony
2: I understand, but it's kind of weird that this guy's about to go out and fucking lose his title. And here he is cutting a promo, trying to be like the almighty baby face. Kids, don't do drugs. Go live on a natural high. Holding the belt. Little did he know for the last time. As we get into our, not even the final match, but our main event, the Honky Tonk Man challenges Ricky Steamboat for the IC title. We start off with Jesse being disappointed because he really wanted Honky Tonk to play the guitar behind his back, and he didn't. And he was all bummed about it. He's like, "Oh, he's not gonna do it." <laughs> Other note I have: notice the crowd is is uh, hot for Steamboat, and they're all cheering as compared to the earlier match where SD Jones got the body slam, and the crowd like popped, but no nobody moved. Uh Vince once again harping on the fact that Honky Tonk Man did not deserve a title shot. Right. Jesse chimes in at one point and says, Well, maybe because he got that big win over Jake at WrestleMania. And Vince was like, Did you call that a fair win? He's like, Well, he beat him, didn't he? Like, so it was a little back and forth there. But dude, yeah, Vince was not about Honky Tonk Man getting a title shot here. Really putting over the fact that he did not deserve to be in this spot. Yeah, which kind of made me feel like like then why would I care that he won the belt then? I think it was more like try to build up to people like, oh, this is going to be a walk in the park for Ricky Steamboat. He's not losing the belt here. Are you crazy? He's going to lose the honky tonk, man. But even like
0: when the finish happened, then it was like the roll up and the honky, like they never acknowledged that he had the ropes. Like Bruno said, oh, I got to admit he, his shoulders were down. That's I can't argue that. Like Bruno, <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. But, and Honky clearly had the ropes with his hand.
2: Maybe at that point, they felt like Steamboat wasn't going to be back, so they didn't want to give him an out. I and don't why know.
0: why do finish with the ropes? Uh,
2: because maybe at the point they were hopeful that Steamboat was going to come back quickly. Because don't forget, the whole reason Steamboat dropped the title here was because he wanted time off because his wife was expecting their son. Ah, good call. You know, and I think Vince was a little perturbed by it because, hey, you just had this awesome feud with Randy Savage. We just put the belt on you. Now you want to disappear? So there may have been some hard feelings there. So who knows? Maybe yeah. that was their way of burying Steamboat. Yeah. And what Matt, he... it,
0: was, it was just weird that like Bruno San Martino, after him and like Jesse Ventura, like bickered the entire show, just like, you know what? I got to say his shoulders were down. You know, I, I, he, he lost it. That's a good pin, even though he had the rope. So I don't know what your thoughts about that were. If any,
1: I well, hated, I hated that. If I was a child. And I was watching this like I'm five. I don't remember this. If I was, a, I would be enraged. I was enraged watching this. It oh, was I was. So,
2: I lost my mind.
1: It was so short and so f- just bullshit. It fucking made me angry today.
2: No the, oh, fi- the 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 finish the finish as a kid pissed me off because Steamboat was my guy and he got ripped out of the title and the referee. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let me let me let me give you some notes. So. Honky Tonk, he fucking attacks before the bell. Steamboat does the skin to the cat. He fucking hits Jimmy Hart with the, with the fucking leg to the top of the head. Sends Honky Tonk over. Uh, Steamboat goes for the roll-up, and this is Honky Tonk Man's heat spot. He kicks him off, and Steamboat goes head first into the buckle, which he sold well. Um, dude, all right. Tell me you didn't fucking notice this, right? So Honky Tonk's getting, getting his heat on him. He goes up to the second rope. And when he goes to drop the elbow, he misses. Honky Tonk literally, and the canvas doesn't move, mind you. The mat doesn't move. Honky Tonk bounces and comes up another two inches. And yet the fucking ring does not move. This goes to show you why fucking people were crippled in the WWF. Because McMahon wanted these rings to be solid. And this fucking thing had no give. And Honky Tonk went, boom! (laughs) I fucking... Dude, I couldn't stop laughing at how much fucking air he got just hitting the fucking canvas. It was fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. I guess I'm the only one that fucking enjoyed. That. Well, no, I was.
0: I mean, I, I don't. I didn't want to jump in all the time first, so I was waiting for Matt to. I didn't.
1: I didn't catch it.
2: So yeah, I didn't
0: catch it either. That's.
2: Why. So Steamboat goes up to the top. Jimmy Hart interferes. He hits the chop, but there's no cover because the referee's tied up. A little bit of a schmoz there. Steamboat fucking – I forget if he drop kicks him or knees him and fucking honky goes flying into Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart gets fucking shit canned. And then it happens. Steamboat goes for the roll-up. There's a one count. But honky-tonk man managed to grab the ropes and the two and three counts go to the honky-tonk man. Is this how this is fucking going down? Next thing you know, honky-tonk rolls out the ring. The ref rolls out. Howard Finkel, God bless Howard Finkel, is standing at ringside with the microphone going like this. Like, he don't know what the fuck happened. At least he sold the shit. Yeah, I gotta sell it. And then they announce Honky Tonk Man. And Honky Dog Man gets out like he fucking robbed a bank, dude. They fucking... Jimmy Hart gives him the belt and they just fucking leave. And Steamboat's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You got. Both. And I have it in my notes, too. Even Bruno thinks so on the replay with the pin. Jesse Jesse agrees, but Honky's in the ropes. It was a bit of a clusterfuck of an ending. I think they did it on purpose, but long story short. You
0: think they, they didn't mention the ropes on purpose?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think because they were trying to stick it to uh to uh Steamboat. What you call it? The Steamboat, yeah, after all was said and done. So I mean that's my opinion. I could be way off, but
0: yeah, I mean I, I have no clue, but it was just so weird that not only would Bruno agree with the guy that's been badgering him the entire show and basically for the entire like 80s. Like that, he would just agree with them without even acknowledging the very obvious arm over the ropes type. No, I get
2: it. I get it. You're hundred percent right. But I think that was that may have been the edict from Vince was like, Hey, let's play this off like he got fucking pinned, like he got like he pulled a fast one. Whatever. It is what it is. We got the crowning of a new intercontinental champion, the greatest intercontinental champion of all times.
0: I agree, Tony with that he he probably is the greatest intercontinental champion ever and the fact that like he was billed as such like a non-worthy contender and then all of a sudden like in that moment he beat steamboat and then went on the run that he did like and then all of a sudden became like one of the most credible champions like you've ever seen like it's it's remarkable
2: yeah truly is but that's not all for the matches, boys. No, oh, God, yeah. Sure. What the fuck? We got Silvano Sousa taking on the one-man gang with the Doctor of Style, the Slickster.
1: Bro, what the fuck is the one-man gang doing? Did with you that see elbow the... Drop? No, fuck a, that. Did you see the clothes- sloppy clothesline? That fucking rule, dude. I couldn't stop laughing. The fucking top rope, like weird bulldog he tried to do when he was on the second rope and he like jumped on the guy's neck. <laughs> no,
2: he was he was known for doing that. He would just follow the guy up and ram his head into the canvas. But that this was a particularly bad Dude, he
0: wanted to kill head. this guy for some reason. And
2: then on top of that, how about him walking the ropes?
0: Yeah, for that. <laughs> That, that's the elbow drop that I was talking about, I think
2: Yeah, the shitty little fucking elbow drop That like and... was... Go ahead, go ahead No,
0: no, no, it's, it's nothing
2: If you listen closely, you can hear Slick with my favorite line You hear him in the background You can turn out the lights Because the party's, party's over. over I love that shit that's a He got album. so into saying that, he would sing it in some matches too He'd be like Turn out the lights, the party's over. Well, the
0: camera—he would be on the outside, like if it was like a warlord match, yeah, yeah or, like yeah. a power and glory match. They so would like come first, like on at a uh, on at, at, at on the apron or on every inside and be like, he would say exactly that line, and it was just like the party's over. Like it
2: was so good, greatest like slick
0: that, shit. that sh- Like if Slick had a PWT store, a store that would be like. A top-selling
2: T-shirt, for sure, hundred percent. Um, my favorite interview of the show. Mean Gene with Mister Fuji and Demolition. <laughs> the devil's inside him. Fucking so good, so good. Really? At one because at one point, dude, Demolition had no right to be fucking with Mean Gene the way they were, but it was fucking hysterical. Did Going you notice out.
0: Smash's voice? It was like yeah. totally different than it became in like 89 and 90. And like,
2: well, he was like saw, more
0: serious and like more.
2: You saw bits of it. You saw bits of it here, though, because uh, Gene fucking mumbles under his breath. He's like, Oh, I got your names right this week. And Axe just turns over goes, About time, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> and calls him Howard. <laughs> that then. was great. And then he called him in again. And then Mean and Gene purposely fucked up their names when they were leaving. And he looks at Smash and he calls him Axe. And Smash, dude. He points at himself and he goes, That's Smash and that's Axe. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. It was so good. It was so good. They had no right to be as funny as they were, but I fucking laughed my balls off. How
0: deep into demolition were we at this point?
2: Not very. I think deep this at was all. this was shortly after they replaced Waltz's nuts. Yeah, no? because
0: because uh Smash had like the still like the orange and yellow. It was different it wasn't his traditional paint. Yeah that he had
2: and they were feuding were they they were feuding with anybody at this point either
0: no they just ran down a list of people that they hated i think yeah
2: including the heart foundation yeah which is weird cuz
0: i thought they were still bad guys at this point too
2: yeah but it was it was kind of like you know mr fuji tells us to you know uh, yeah. if he wants me to break his neck i'll break his neck if he wants him to break his leg he'll break his leg like you yeah.
0: know they mentioned like the killer bees the can and and the hearts i think were the three names that they mentioned
2: yeah yeah, yeah. i enjoyed I, it.
1: Yeah, I like that too. I liked it a lot. Uh, I like I like the I like Smash's face paint. Yeah,
0: that was before he went to the generic, you know, one time only, crazy face
1: paint, which was nuts, which probably took him three hours to do. (laughs) And then uh, we can't go home without the honky tonk man coming back out to the ring, cutting a promo. I
2: thought that was a recap. No, he came back out. He said, "This is your belt. I did it for you. Thank you very much." And then he dances. He dances with the belt and uses it like a guitar.
0: Tony, the song that he danced to,
2: I thought that was
0: very similar to the Bushwhackers music.
2: No, it's it's honky tonk man. I forget who the artist is.
0: Oh God! Like the under, like the the musical ver, like the musical part. I know there were lyrics, but like I thought it was like I literally thought it was Bushwhackers. No, that was theme. that
2: was legit music, and I forget who the artist is. And something we didn't mention. Steamboat came out to Sirius by Alan Parsons project. Still allowed, still not allowed, but still using that music to come to the ring. And this is on a syndicated show. So it's this is long, long before they started cracking down on fucking on music rights and all that jazz. Hmm. And there you go. And Vince oh. can't believe that the honky tonk man is your brand new intercontinental champion. The honky
0: donkey man.
2: God damn. Peace Thumbs bullshit. up.
0: Thumbs
1: up, 100%. 100% thumbs up. Everything about the show
0: was incredible.
1: Next week, George the Animal Steel, Can-Am Connection, Killer Con, and the Heart up. Foundation versus the Killer Bees.
2: In a non-title match, yeah. God. If
1: Good you're shit. younger
2: than us, go
0: back and watch 1987
2: wrestling. Dude, it's just so much fun. And they pack so much shit into the fucking 45 minutes. Daily Motion is your place if you're looking for old superstars, by the way. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go there.
1: Yeah, so uh, June 6th, no, June 13th, 1987, Superstars of Wrestling is what you want to find, because this was a great, great episode, a lot of fun to watch, very easy, Uh, we are the Shining News Wrestling Podcast, follow us on all social media, at Wizard Podcast, Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch TV, follow, rate, review, subscribe, don't ever miss an episode Next week, we are joined by Eric Watts, son of Bill Watts, member of Techno Team 2000. Uh, people are really excited about him being on the show because they want to talk about him in TNA. and Yes. Your yeah. wheelhouse, Kevin, Tony. So uh, we're very excited to have Eric Watts on next week. So that's uh, next week's show, August 1st, CPA. Uh, and then the rest of August, we are jam-packed until we get to episode 600, which is Tony's roast. So tune in for that fiasco. Uh, that's all i got to say gentlemen it's oh, been a god. pleasure an absolute blast i had a great time with you guys tonight and uh we'll be back next monday to do it all over again god damn right
2: thunder rules uh oh, shut up idiot
1: it's a stupid thing
2: da, 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 da. can you guys hear that you can hear that right?
1: yeah we can I hear heard you. you
2: fucking awesome night, Thanks Gracie. for listening
1: oh what
2: what rusty trombones for everybody
0: Ooh, oh yeah. So we are we ending this or what? Can
3: What's going on the here? Usually, you so so someone, I, I, I you I'll, I'll do
0: it. Oh no, the broadcast is I'm ending it.